Attention, this is a matter of national security. After a meteorite crashed into the New Jersey Turnpike, the following digital audio transmission from the You Watch I Listen podcast was intercepted by NASA scientists in the year 2019. The You Watch I Listen podcast is about to start. Sit down, listen close, and try not to die. The You Watch I Listen podcast starts now. Home Depot uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, suck it nice and slow. A <laughs> couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong? He's being Charles Manson all weird. In the middle of it, he cuts her off and goes, Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, take it out, take it Dude, out. Dude, now I see why people followed Charles Manson. He was very straightforward. Yeah, he had the right ideas. It's time for the You Watch I Listen podcast, and always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. Oh, here we are. Holy hey, shit. What was that buzz? I um, Did you make a fart noise? Yeah, I, well, no, I just farted. Hi, hi Taylor. How oh, are you? Hi, Daniel. How's How, things? Uh, things are okay. It was um, a busy week. Oh. Um, Josh, the engineer, isn't here yet. He said 7.30. It is now 7.43. Uh, I'm very disappointed in that massive twat. I'm, I'm not too disappointed. Mean, no, I, I can't be disappointed he, because I'm not it. surprised either. I'm not either. You know what I mean? Like It's just a reoccurring S- theme. And it's like, well, when was Josh going to get so here? So in the meantime, while we wait for Josh, the engineer, I have uh, a former guest... Uh, he called in on the show a couple weeks ago, and that's yeah, none did. other than Dr. Bob Roberts in Josh's seat. Hi, Bob. Hey, fuckers. Hey. <laughs> how are you? And f- uh, how are you? I'm great. How that's, are you? That's great to hear. I, I'm good. I and uh, you have a, a friend with you who was on our football episode, uh, Mr. Steven. Why don't you come over? That mic isn't on. That's not plugged in. Is that the wrong mic? Yes, yeah. that is the wrong mic. Littering end. Hey, guys. How you doing? How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad everyone's here. Hopefully, Josh will be here soon. Hopefully, we'll have some pizza soon. Hopefully, uh, we have someone calling into the show soon. That would be cool. Um, so, welcome to episode 45 of You Watch, I Listen. Uh, I'm Dan, sitting next to my less attractive co-host, Taylor. That's like your opinion, man. So, why don't we go- jump into our ad reads and then right into our picks? Cool. Because um, we got a lot of shit to do today. Yes, we so do. I'll start off right off the bat. If you like to relax, crack yourself a beer, use some medical marijuana, or violently abuse hard liquor, you are missing out on your new favorite podcast. From drunken stories to video games to sports, Fudge and Finn are going to blow your freaking mind hole with the hashtag Shots for Likes podcast. Chances are you may have fast forwarded through our recent ads on other podcasts or streams you enjoy, but they aren't going anywhere. May as well head to iTunes, YouTube, 
Google, Google Play, Play Music, Music. TuneIn, Spotify, Spotify iHeartRadio, or Stitcher to immediately subscribe and join in on the dr- drunken fun. We promise you that if you are listening to us while drinking, it is not considered drinking alone. Visit ShotsForLikesPodcast.com to choose your favorite listening platform and follow them on all forms of social media. Pay attention, Bob. Drink with us and don't be cunts. And cool. guys at Shots for Likes, I have a little bit of criticism here because you go back and forth between listen to them and listen to us and listen to you. You need to fucking just pick one. Yeah, it needs right, to be right, right. One only because you're confusing I mean, the fuck out of me. It's all right. I, as long as they confuse you. Now from our homies over at Lobo Sound Studios. Lobo Sound. Um, well, like I said, uh, you heard it on our intro song now. You Did heard you? it on the, on the original intro song. Those stupid just do it. These guys, Dan and Vince, are really ahead above the rest. Sexy. They really have a passion for their audio. They're so great at advertising. They will really go to bat for you throughout the entire process. I can't speak that's higher of them. Awesome. Not to mention moderately priced. If you're looking Absolutely. for something that's going to put your show over the edge, I highly suggest you go to www.lobosound.com and you reach out to them directly. They tell will- them that. Tell them that. I almost forgot the name of our show. I said, tell them the Shots for Likes sent you. <laughs> yeah, tell them the Shots for <laughs> Likes. Tell, tell them Fudge. Tell them that you watch I Listen sent you, and they'll yeah. take care of you. Yes, they and will. And again, a big shout-out to them over there. Uh, so let's just go into our reviews from last week, because uh, we're probably getting a phone call in a little yeah, bit. No, so I, I think, you go first, because yeah. I went first last week. So you gave me Get Out. Yes, and that was in anticipation of Jordan Peele's new film that just came out today, Us. W- us, right? Yes, yeah, which okay. uh, Growhouse seeing right now, and he's supposed to call me and let me know how it was when it's over. All right, cool. So yeah, like I said, you gave me Get Out. Uh... Uh, this is an Academy Award-winning movie for Best Original Screenplay. Which is and a big honor. That's one of the coolest awards you could possibly win. Absolutely. Uh, also, what, Jordan Peele, right? Jordan Peele wrote Jordan Peele of uh, Keen wrote, Peele. directed his first movie he directed. And can I just say, it's it one, it deserves all the praise. It is one of the best movies I've seen in a very long time. Suspenseful, thrilling. Funny. Of, it, funny. Unexpectedly fu- funny. Uh, T.S. motherfucking A. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I have to say, it, it really was a fantastic movie. Uh, this gets a 7 out of 10, straight up. Um, some of my favorite parts, uh, Chris, the main character. Um, oh, that kid was so fucking good. You really, He really made you feel for him throughout the entire process. Because he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. No, no idea. And like the movie does a very good job at uh, hiding its hand throughout it. Absolutely. Because like, you, you, you realize something fucked up and weird is going sure. on here, but you can't exactly put your finger on it. But when he finally meets that one guy, that's yeah. like uh, I forget his name, Andre yeah. Hainsworth or something. Yep. No, Albert Hainsworth, different guy. No, that's not that's that's a guy that stomped on someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, they had a real like real interesting moment because I guess everyone the whole premise was um, this uh, this woman her name was Rose would date black men and then take yes. them back to her to her family and then they would turn them into they would have these like gatherings of white people like older white people mm-hmm. that wanted to transfer their consciousness to the bodies of these black people because they believed that hey they had superior genetics yes which let's be real we all know that's true it's why there's like five white people in the NBA the extended muscle in the knee <laughs> yeah shut up yeah shut up you're going oh. with that old one they oh, have an extra stop. bone that's why they jump higher <laughs> that's what it is yeah. that's Wait, but anyway an appropriate bell but uh, there was some, yeah but there was something really cool like the whole hypnotizing part of it and I the just the sunken re- place I've, now I understand why now you say you, it all the now time. Now you know what the sunken now place is. Now I know is. what the sunken place is. Yeah, um, and, uh, it's, it's not Micah's couch. <laughs> no, 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 that's the not. that's the breaking place. <laughs> no, that, that, that's that's Greg's couch. No, that's when gravity, gravity takes over. Fuck yeah! But like I said, seven out of ten, fantastic movie. Would highly recommend to anyone. There, no, I will not rent it again, Bob, because you have my <laughs> iTunes account, and I will not rent it. Yeah, again. Why did you give Bob your iTunes account? Because if you didn't I wanted to be a good type of request. No, I, I wanted to be a good friend, and because he he doesn't see a lot of movies. He was a boy's move. He has like a hundred and some odd movies. 
movies in there. Yeah. And well, he's going to have, he has even more since he started being on the show. I was going to say, yeah, I got all the Rambo movies. I got Overlord. I got all these different, I, yeah. I buy a majority hell of these yeah. movies, which is awesome. So I'm glad you like Get Out. Um, it's cool. a really fun movie. Uh, people, there were some people like, they should the God with the race angle. That's what made it funny. Well, I mean, what it made it, it funny. On, it played on old stereotypes. Like to this day, I don't care who you are. If you're a white guy, you always kind of give a double take when you see an interracial couple. Is that fair to say? I'm it not, still is like a taboo thing. It's I'm, the Holy Spirit. It, I don't do it. I, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I agree. <laughs> <It's the> whole, <laughs> but it's it's still one of those things that it just played on the classic stereotypes that we all look at and see, and the classic stereotype of black people are better athletes. The I whole jujitsu conversation um, the dude, brother had. Yeah, you know, the part when uh, when Rose goes to Chris and is like, "Just my, my father's going to be weird. He's going to tell you he would have voted I, for Obama third term." And that, sure, and it, was, and it was the douche from Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Eric. Yeah, no, it was really <laughs> Eric. I want to I, I want to take take uh, one quick second and really uh, take time to appreciate the the girl who played Rose. Oh, she was really good, really awesome. And when I tell you, like the the, the heel turn, Rose, give me the keys. Yeah, and she just and oh, watching right here. his face, how he goes from like I need to get out of here to like oh my god, like, I'm, I'm fucked. fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, really, really well, well done. I'm glad you like get out. I'm very excited to see us. I'm hopefully going to see it on Sunday, maybe tomorrow afternoon. I um, I, I will say the replay value is definitely there. Not well, for me. I'd, I would watch I'd it. A liked more, more times. on a second watch, right? Because because of the first time, all the suspense was building, mm-hmm. and the second time, I was able to sit back and really appreciate the satire in it. Yeah, it's a funny fucking movie. It is. Um, so let's go to my album pick. Uh, you gave me "Every Time I Die" from Parts Unknown. Um, now you told me this was more of a it was like a metal album it this is 100 percent a hardcore punk album well that's you know, i didn't do enough uh, hard, it's, it's i used to go to hard, like punk sure. shows all the time when i was younger one of the bands i used to see a lot was the casualties mm-hmm. and it reminded me of the casualties quite a bit so i will say starting out that i think i would have a better appreciation for this band and album if i saw them live because i don't think what they do translates to recording as well as it would to a live performance if that makes sense i understand where you're coming from i do disagree but i i don't, I, but, I, I don't want to say i dislike like no, no, no. I, I know that's not what you're saying. I, what, what I will say is, uh, and every time I enough with that. Okay, every sorry. time I and every time I die show is truly an experience. Oh yeah, I can because, tell by listening to it. Because uh, you know, growing up, my father loved the Ramones, and the Ramones were very famous for the live. Why shows. didn't he love you? Just shut up. <laughs> So they were very famous for going from song to song with no talking, no nothing Correct. in between. Every time I died, that's why they have like a twenty-two song set sure, sure. every time, and that's they kind of pace their album the same way. Yeah. So I, I definitely understand what you're saying. So uh, I'll say right off the bat, I I I didn't love the first two songs. I again, they were uh, ones like if I saw them live, I'd be fucking down. Yeah. I would go in there and throw down. This was the kind of shit that I used to want to throw down to at concerts. I still do. Um, I gotta and, grow up, well, dude. yeah, you really do. You're almost thirty. Just wait um, till we go see ABR, bro. Oh, oh well, shit. I told you, I'm I'm going in on Silverstein, and we're gonna fuck. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there for all. Yeah, we exactly. are. Exactly. <laughs> so the first two songs, um, the Great Secret and uh, Pelican of the Desert, they were twos. I really liked the third song, which was uh, Decaying with the Boys. Excellent. Overstayer was really good at three. Really the good. The next two were my favorite songs on there. If there was Room to Move was a four, and I love more. Yo, how cool is that? It's song? such a weird it's build so, up. It's so different. Yeah, but it's just very um, with the droning. Piano it's in very. The it's a droning song. It builds up and then it fucking throws. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I didn't care for um, Exa Mentrium. I didn't okay. give anything less than a two. That's fine. So for me, this is very much an album that I would have liked more if I saw them live. Like what, I said. What, what did you what did you rank the song Thirst? 
Uh, Thirst was a two. I, I the, it's see, short. And the reason sweet. I gave like those songs twos is because I can't say they suck, but I feel like it would have translated better to seeing them live, which you just pretty much confirmed as well. No, I completely agree. And like Thirst, Thirst is my favorite song off the record, and the biggest reason being is because it's short and sweet. It's an it's a minute and forty five minute. It's a minute and forty five seconds, which is what a punk song should be. And most that's of it. Time. It's, it fucking rips at the end when it hits that breakdown. Yeah, Every so time I die, I'm in a leader. I, I can tell you straight up that if I saw them live, I would fucking love it. You have to. But there, I will say, like, I was a big Casualties fan. I didn't like listening to them in, on CD as much as I like seeing them live. Right. There's certain types of punk, that thrash, mm. angry, me- like, hardcore punk doesn't translate <laughs> to an album as well because it's all about energy and it's all about feel and you can't mm. get that energy and feel unless you're seeing them live. Right. So if I was ba- basing this off hearing it for the first time live, it's probably a four out of five. Okay. If I'm doing it off the album, it's like a two and a half out of five. Not terrible. I can, ex- I can accept Didn't that. love it, but it's something I added, like, two or three songs to my playlist. That's that, cool. song, that song more is fucking phenomenal. No, and, and, I, and I could definitely accept it because someone who doesn't really listen to that. I mean, now. Anyway, yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I exactly. totally Well, understand. I haven't listened to hardcore punk in years. It's been I, a like while. I said, in, when I was in middle school, high school, we were go, I saw the casualties probably right. 15 times. Well, it was like when I gave you Knocked Loose like, yeah, a yeah. couple weeks ago, but that's more hardcore absolutely, music. Absolutely. Like, this, is, shit, this was so. real punk. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's go into this week's picks. Um, I'll go first. Yeah, please. Um, so, in to hype up our next guest, um, oh. I'm going to bring up a movie that is. Uh, one of the, an actor that all of us here like that it was actually his first movie. It's how he got discovered. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Farrell and Adam McKay discovered this movie. Uh, it's starring Danny McBride. It's called The Foot Fist Way. You, t- you told me about so this. in the Foot Fist Way. It's a mockumentary, so it's filmed like documentary style. Like it's supposed to be like it, it's not supposed to be. He's not breaking is, the third wall. Is it wall. like Windy City Heat kind of? No, because it's not hidden camera shit. Okay. It, he plays a Taekwondo instructor, instructor in the movie, okay. and he he's just Danny McBride. He's an <laughs> asshole. He's a scumbag. One of my favorite scenes is That's my motherfucking seed. Okay, so there's a scene in the movie where this girl's coming up. She like just moved to the area and she's thinking about signing up. She goes, you know, uh, I th- I heard that jujitsu is really good for balance. I used to do yoga. He goes, yoga's great, but has yoga ever saved you from a gang rape situation? Oh, wow. Meditate on that. Fuck rape. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's such a weird... His, like, it's, his picture, delivery is next level. Oh, Danny McBride in this one is phenomenal. Um, is it, it, you were saying this is the first movie he this really was, got This discovered. was how he got discovered. Will yeah. Farrell and Adam McKay, who directed uh, Step Brothers and Vice oh, and okay, um, okay. Uh, Big Short, they discovered this. It's directed by the same guy that directed um, Eastbound and Down okay. and uh, Observe and Report. This movie is so damn weird, quirky, dark. And funny. Not enough people have seen it. I found it at a Best Buy down in Florida back in 2009 in like a a bargain bin. And I was like, oh, I like Danny McBride. Grabbed it. Fucking loved it. Foot Fist Way is my pick. And if you guys haven't seen it, I suggest you watch it as well. I'm absolutely about it. And I can't wait for that shit. Give me that album pick. So the album. Here's the problem with the album. I kind of haven't thought about it because my week has been hectic. Great. Good. Grand. Terrific. terrific. Yeah. 30 bag lunches. Uh. So, if I really had to pick one, I'm going to give you one that you wouldn't normally listen to, and I'm going to give you uh, another pop punk record. Sure. It's a band, it's a band uh, called Hit the Lights. Hit. Not not the fucking uh, Metallica song, Hit the Lights, which is great, by the way. I'm not talking shit about it, Bob. Sh- okay. Hell yeah, fuck yeah. Hit the Lights. And, um, and it's an, it, their album is called Summer Bones. Summer Bones. It's, okay. a, it's, it's a fantastic record. When did this album come out? 2000. Is it an album or a record? It's the same thing. Record. Oh, okay. but it, it could be an LP. Did they record the It record? is technically an LP, yeah. I, 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 I own it on uh, on vinyl. But the whole point... Um, That's a record. We pee. Pee pee? Pee pee? Yeah. Poopies? Dude, <laughs> Shut call, up. Call the shit poop. <laughs> call the shit poop. 
<laughs> it's funny every time. Okay. Um, but it's a fantastic record. Hit the Lights have been around for so long, and uh, I, I just can't speak high, uh, highly enough of them. Um, they've been around for over 20 years. They're veterans within the scene, and this is probably the best record they've put out in the last 10 years. Like Vietnam veterans? That's what no, I, that was Rambo? my impression that I took. Re- no, he's not He Rambo. was a Green Beret. He's still a Vietnam veteran. Yeah, but was he? Yeah, he was in Vietnam. What do you do mean? Do you have proof? Yeah, watch the fucking movie that you made Does me watch. Does he have his military ID? <laughs> Hit the lights, summer bumps. You should you should know if like me and Bob are here, it's just gonna be like your uh, your Chinese finger cuffs, and we're stuffing you from each end. Ew. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> You're the shish kebab kid. Real quick side note: I really pushed hard for us to watch Rambo last night at my house, and I got so much pushback. Why? Yeah, um, why? Steven, come here and explain Yell. yourself. Come here. Yeah. Come here. <laughs> I need to. I need to why hear why you want to watch first I blood, the, dude. I which, first by the way, blood and the new one. Which, by the way, I, all right. Unfair. No, let me hear why it's unfair. Because it, the movie wasn't for me. The movies what have to. The movies have to intrigue John. Okay, John needs to. I, okay, be yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because he'll just go to sleep. Okay, th- okay. There's a simple answer to this. Ask him if he's a man. <laughs> ask him. Ask him if he's a man. And if he says yes, then you say, "Have you seen First Blood?" And if he says no, be like, "Oh, we watched let me the run out. trailer let, for it." No, and no. he said, "I." Want to go to sleep? No, but you tell him if he, if he says he hasn't seen it and he's a man, then you say, "All right, give me a second and go out and get you some maxi pads Johnny because John. you have a vagina." Oh my god! There's no movie more manly than First Blood. It is mm. part of manhood. Predator, I have Predator. seen First Blood. You have for the record, yes. Oh, okay. So you know, I'm sorry, yeah, I called you yeah. out. You got to tell John that he's got to, you know, broaden uh, his horizons. Yeah, yes. he's uh, and not watched Burnt ten times. He's got to. What does he watch ten times? Burnt. Burnt with who? Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. It's, it's a good funny. movie. It's okay. It's a, it's a fun movie. It's not. It's fun. It's I not, saw it once and I, I, I said, I, I said, like oh, it. I, that's a movie. No, I, 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 I just, I just a, like it because Bradley film. Cooper is, is such a dickhead I saw, in it. I like, Get the fuck out of my kitchen! I, I like just, Bradley Cooper in everything, stupid. but I don't know if it's worth like that many rewatches. It's fun. It was it's worth it. I could have buy it. Hell yeah. You bought it? Yeah, why not? That's how we watched it. Dude, it was like, did you buy Marmaduke? No. Oh, you should have. Uh, no, remember that. What, what was uh, what was you the said uh, enough, or something enough. else that wasn't worth? I'll seriously hit you. <laughs> what is he doing? Don't worry about it. So, what, so, tummy what, so what's happening right now? What are we doing? Um, we're gonna wait for the call. We could talk. <sighs> uh, we you know what we didn't talk about who we've had a better week then. Uh, let's see. I had a better T. week. T.J. Dillashaw. Uh, oh, relinquished the UFC bantamweight title after a I, uh, uh, a finding in we, his uh, drug test from so, USADA. So we we touched on this very lightly throughout the week, sure. and, and my my number one concern is it's it's hard for me to like really like a fighter now and be a fan of yeah, them because yeah. some shit ha- outside of DC and like Stipe, I like there's no They're all fighter. cheating twats. Or uh, right now, honestly, Jorge Masvidal is probably up there. Yeah, for him Ma- well, Masvidal don't give a fuck, man. Kicked, well, I, I didn't realize he was in Kimbo's circle. Yeah. Dude. Dude, I, I didn't know I, that. Did I tell you that? No, no, no. I was I telling think, Manfro that the other day. Yeah, dude, he just, like, someone was talking shit to this guy backstage at the UFC, and he just fucking cracked another and fighter, a Another fighter that fought that same night started running his mouth while he was being interviewed on fucking ESPN, yeah. and he's like, you got something to him. say? And he hits him, he called it a three-piece and a soda. So this guy, Jorge Masvidal, ran with Kimbo Slice's crew when he was street fighting back in the day. He was in all the old Kimbo street fighting videos. OG tough. Dude, yeah, he don't give a fuck, man. He's like a Diaz brother. But so, but to go back to the TJ Dillashaw thing, I mean, it's to be to be fair. Conor McGregor said this shit when he left uh, Uriah Team Alpha Fab- Male. Uriah Faber said it. Cody Garbrandt said you all about him. He I, said it. I, I really hate that it kind of you know they it kind of confirms what prof- Cody Garbrandt was saying. Confirmed. Yeah, I kind of hate it. But at this, what else do we expect? I mean, Cujo kicked the, Cujo. 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 Cujo.
Uh, it might. I think it was like a minute and a half. What's it was the quick. It was quick for a champ champ fight. Yeah, I mean that's here. the first one that comes to my mind that I had a better week then. But there's definitely other people who I'm not remembering right now. Um, but Dillashaw is the one that sticks out in my mind. Um, we can talk about some other stuff while we wait for the call. I got no. some. I got some shit this week. Yeah, you do. Um, so I saw. Uh, <laughs> oh, so um, Owen Hart. The wrestler that died and fell. I, I, know, I know these guys. I, I'm sure these guys have heard the story about Owen Hart. Um, They're friends with us. They back know. in 1999, he was supposed to do his stunt coming down from his zip line. The, the harness broke. He fell. He died. Blue so, blazer. So some some fan, I guess, got a hold of the the program from his funeral back oh. in 99, and they're selling it on eBay. That's. <laughs> Listen, uh, okay. I, I, it is so, a little funny, but like so, I kind of have a problem with that. So okay, I definitely don't think it's um. The right thing to do. Correct. Do I think you should be allowed to do it, though? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. Hey, dude, that's a piece of morbid history. But it's People history. still buy fucking Nazi fucking pro- well, propaganda well, and shit. Well, like, listen, I mean, it's also the same thing. Like, when Ryan Dunn crashed his car, people were going to the crash site. Couldn't and buy like, the car. And, well, <laughs> and, we're, and we're getting pieces of the car and selling it on eBay. Yeah, why so, not? But like, fuck it. If the I, listen, it's not the evidence, I, fuck it. I morally can't get behind something well, like that, but I'm also not going to tell someone they can't do something well, like that. the difference that. between challenging morals and challenging if it should be allowed, I think if someone got a hold of something like a funeral program for a celebrity, they, they should be allowed to sell it. Sure, why not? It's uh, I don't see a problem with that. The piece of memorabilia. The piece of memorabilia I'd want is the fucking harness that broke. Oh. Or the turnbuckle that he hit his fucking head on when he fell 200 feet. Oh, yeah. That was... Or what about the blue blazer fucking costume? Like well, he was, the, he was the blue blazer during that uh, that whole during thing. During that whole thing, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, some people were like complaining, uh, com- complaining, complaining about that. Complying? Um, oh, I have an update from a story I brought up last week. Um, Bob, I don't know if you heard the story or Steven um, mm-hmm. that the boss of the New York City Mafia got killed last week. Did yeah, you hear I saw about it on this? Oh, don't, don't, don't give it away yet. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you heard the update. No, I, I, I who do. did it? I, I know. Who did, did, you, it. did you hear the update about I who killed him? Oh, so quads, my first thought is, wait, my first thought is, oh, they took out a boss. You guys watch Sopranos. You've seen Goodfellas. You yeah. know how this Which, works. Which, by the way, I finally finished what? it. Okay, was we'll it? talk about oh, it. Oh yes. Was it the Yakuza? No, it was some guy who didn't like that the mob boss was talking to a member of his family, a female. Yep. So he killed. The boss of the Gambino crime family Dude, in, in New York. Fr- um, in front, yo, in it front was of a his twenty-four-year-old. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna. I Come, if you're gonna talk, I need you over here, yeah, buddy. Yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> I thought no. you had a seat set up over there. Why don't you just sit in this chair or in the, the well, seat you set up, Stephen? Plug in the fucking mic for him. <laughs> I, it's too late now. Yeah, I've come too, too far. Yeah, uh-huh. we're past the windmill, dude. We can't I don't back. know if that's accurate, but Josh, not seven thirty. Why do I believe that that is a hoax? No, it's not. The guy's a fucking. A guy's. Clearly, Looney Tunes. So, he was in court writing about Trump on his hands and MAGA. Oh, it's like yeah, that it's means it. anything. Well, he's a fucking Looney Tunes. What was it? They said he would have gotten away with it completely scot free if he didn't. What was this? Up he with took the, the license li- plate. The license plate. And his plate. fingerprints were yeah, yeah. uh, But no, he was seen. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty was, sure he was seen. They he, saw his he truck. He crashed uh, into the guy's car. Well, that was the thing. He, oh, he crashed into part. the car with his truck, and then he left oh, his truck out on his in his neighborhood, which is like a block over. Well, because so he I was, was a fucking reading, idiot. Because I was reading somewhere where I think it was an FBI agent went on record and saying that that like it would have been the perfect crime. They never would have suspected him. Yeah, if he didn't if he didn't take the fucking license plate. Now my question is. How long is this guy going to last in jail? Not long. <laughs> I mean, I you're mean, never going to hear about him again. Yeah. Well, he's in jail. He'll, he'll be killed, but you'll but never it's hear such about a, it. But it's such a story now that it's not like he's on the streets where he, they could just make him disappear. His right. butt so, is in trouble. So most likely, they have people <laughs> people on the box. inside whose butt is... <laughs> Micah's. <laughs> so so the, the question is, how are they going to kill him as well? In prison. 
Because I don't think a simple stabbing is enough for killing the bull. Know, you can you can have a brutal shanking. Well, man. I think I think it's I think it's going to be like they he gets stabbed ninety times, or they're going to throw some fucking acid on him. I, I think I think that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, no, I think I think they get acid though. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they smuggle shit into jail all the time. It's I think it'll be up there with, with like when they kill... smuggle acid and you no, like a big metal you, barrel. It, I think it'll be like they'll, when they'll, they'll get some. It's happened dude. before, dude. They've done this in prison before. People get doused with acid. Absolutely, it'll be it'll be like mob killings. It'll absolutely be like the guy. I'm trying to fucking. Talk stuff. Shut right, up. It's your show. Talk. <laughs> no, it'll definitely be like the guy who like uh, who killed Whitey Bulger in prison who fucking gouged his eyes out and shit. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be some, be brutal some type shit. of brutal. Whitey, and Whitey Bulger was in his fucking nineties when that shit happened. It, it's crazy. Who's, who's Whitey Bulger? Uh, the, the fucking guy from uh, the who ran what the mafia in the Boston, Boston mafia. It's yeah, who the, Jack uh, Nicholson's character in The Departed is loosely based on. And it's also that really bad uh, movie where Black Johnny Depp played him Black Mass. Yeah. Um, so Bulger, speaking of yeah. things getting smuggled into prison, I have a related story. Um, that's that's an, an incredible segue. There, how do you ex, do that? Because Quaz said, how do you get it in prison? So ah. an ex-inmate in a prison in Oklahoma was smuggling drugs and other paraphernalia what, into prison using what? a t-shirt cannon like you'd see a baseball game. Oh, oh, she, was yeah. the, she was at the fence of the prison oh. launching drugs and <laughs> weapons and paraphernalia over the fucking fence. That's like, fucking legend. The only time I've ever gotten anything at any event was a t-shirt gun and it was a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hot dog, half the bun ripped off as it launched and there was relish in it. No mustard or ketchup. <laughs> Just a bun with so, relish. So this fucking dumb bitch is at a prison launching Drugs, <laughs> and then they're like, they, they sign, they get the siren off. She's like, make like, some noise. They don't know who she is. She was an inmate at that prison just a few months prior. Really? How long did they get away with it? I don't, I that I don't know. And I also want to know where do you get a t-shirt gun? I, I think you can. I, I want Amazon. I want a t-shirt gun. Absolutely. I, I'm, listen, I'm sure. How much do you think those things go for? Okay, gotta pause, be like pause, Look up right now. See, look on your I'm phone right Micah. now. I, I think it's got to be two fifty three hundred. T-shirt gun what, what on Amazon. If it's not on Amazon, it's on eBay. Okay, can yeah, we agree sure. right now? If it is under four hundred dollars, we all go splits on it right now. I'll do it for a t-shirt uh, gun. <laughs> I'll absolutely do it. Yeah, okay, deal. <laughs> so, Quaz, he was looking down, he looks up, and he's like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Absolutely, There's dude. There's no hesitation. Oh, my God. Like, I would absolutely do that. I mean, like, listen, if we have access to, like, hashtag flamethrower for the Elon dude, Musk. those are only 500 bucks. I know, that's what I'm saying. Why haven't we it bought a flamethrower? Dude, you can make it, your own. No, Wait, what do you mean you can make your own? Enough. You use, you use that, stop, like, that uh, mosquito repellent There's, dispenser thing? Wait, wait, time out, Quaz. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's a, there's a shitty one that's $400. <laughs> But like the good ones are like sixteen hundred dollars. Oh, so it's come just, wait, describe shitty ones. Yeah, I like good shitty ones. What is it? I like good, what is it? A fucking paintball gun with a big it's, ass barrel? Into the mic. Tell us what it means by shitty one. Yeah, give like, us a review. I don't think they advertise it. This is a shitty t yeah, shirt. Shitty. The other ones, the other ones look like they they're like uh, like it's just gonna shoot out. It like looks two like feet. a like, cannon. Like it looks like a big. Can I see know, like, the one that you're talking about? Yeah, show me, please. Hey, Josh, pull that. Oh, wait. Oh, Josh. Fucking asshole. I think somebody just rolled up. It's either the cops, the pizza guy, or Josh. Oh, hopefully, it's all three. Hopefully, it's the pizza guy. Let's see. It sounds like a hundred master, dude. Where's the $400 one? It's written small, the 400 bucks. Why small? Oh, I see. Let's see. That's right. It's from a fucking third party. It doesn't look that bad. It looks like it's got a fucking can of air hooked up to it. It looks like a shitty fucking potato guy. Ship me Venmos or something. I'm not. All right, we need to see if Josh is in on this. Um, we'll order it after the show. Let's talk about it after. I don't want to do orders right now. We should make a bowl or something. Okay, now the question is. What? When and where are we gonna use? Like, what if we go to a Mets game and we're like, we launch T-shirts onto the field? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
we you get, think they'll we get, let us in? We take our old t-shirts. What do we tell them? We tell them it's Taylor's oxygen oxygen tank. That's He's got to breathe. You can breathe heavy anyway. That's Holy fine. Who is it outside? Is it Josh, pizza, or cops? Go oh, out all someone, someone go fucking find out, please. Yeah, if it's a pizza, someone's got to go get it. I think it's just the cops. <laughs> Whatever. Could They're here. you just here. fucking go look? I'm Oscar, not if they looking be a guest. at anything. You Steven. got a window right there. <laughs> it's a fucking three-inch window. That's smaller than a jail cell window. What the fuck are no you talking about? Uh-huh. There's no one here. What are you talking about? I'm talking about that. Okay. All right. <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> um, so, J.K. Rowling... The author of the Harry Potter books. Is she doing some stuff in the uh, trans she, world now? She So, okay, not even that. <laughs> yeah, now she's John Rowling. She's changing her name. Um, so she's acknowledging that, oh, shit, um, John Rocker is calling now, apparently. Oh, I just no. got a text from my... Uh, Do it my up. Conne- this is fucked up. This is... Okay, so if... if uh, okay, oh, my God, okay, it's okay, literally okay, from Atlanta, Georgia. This is all you, pal. Yeah. Hello, this is the You Watch, I Listen podcast. This is Dan. Am I talking with John Rocker? Uh, you guessed it. You are. John, how's it going, man? It is, uh, it's very, uh, interesting to talk to you. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm good enough, man. How about you? I'm hanging in, man. We got some shitty weather up here in Jersey. I know that you're not a big fan of the the area of New York City, New Jersey. Uh, that's, that's, that's contrary to the point. Uh, uh, <laughs> certain, certain, certain thing I'm not a fan of, but well, uh, I, I know spe- as a whole, I, I've had plenty of good times Ooh, in uh, the tri-state area. Well, let, uh, let me tell you, where we live in Jersey is uh, more the woods area. It's not like uh, in the city or anything. We're in North Jersey. We're closer to New York State than New York City. Um, so, and I also know the person that really railroaded you on that interview was, uh, Jeff Perlman, correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. He, he still brings up that old article every so often, and, uh... Well, yeah, it's clickbait. Oh, At this point, it's, it's what, 20, almost 20 years old now? What year was that? The only thing he's ever done to, to tell, you know, kind of get his name in the mainstream, and when his name falls out of the mainstream, which it, you know, regularly does, he, he tries to remind folks, oh, yeah, I, I did that, I did that. You know, he's trying to... Trying to get a few, uh, trying to get a few more followers, a few more listeners, I guess. Correct. So, what what are you up to these days? So, the last time I remember seeing you on TV was uh, Survivor, correct? It was. That was. Uh, that was. That was. Uh, that was the thing. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, my co-host here, Taylor, is a big fan of Survivor as well. I've watched for a very long time, John. So, uh, so- I tell you, people say, and I, I, I kind of thought this the, the same way. I was never a fan of the show. Uh, I got a random email one day. Uh, CBS invited me to, you know, to be on the show. I'm like, I got a better news. Sure, I'll be on the show. How bad can it be? I was wrong. <laughs> you know, just one quick stat. Uh, I was on the show for 11 days. I lost 19 pounds in Whoa. 11 days. Wow. And it's... Th- th- Thank you, Survivor Diet. <laughs> yeah, well, right. I mean, the Survivor Diet is what, not it's getting dysentery, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it, it's really not, and this is kind of a, a crude point to bring up. Um, I cleared my bowels one time in 11 days. Whoa, one, okay. Uh, I'm what... it, was, it, was, it, was, it was not much of a feat, either. It was like, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> the little rabbit uh, turds come out, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> deer pellets. So wh- what are you up to these days? Uh, own a uh, construction company, development company. Oh. Just uh, you know, uh, build stuff, develop stuff uh, in, in, in real estate, basically. Okay, and you're down in uh, the Atlanta area as well. I am. I'm, I'm still just still down here. You yeah. still get Braves fans shouting out to you pretty often. Uh, I do. I do. We're, we're already already planning our our opening day stuff against the Cubbies and, uh, and getting getting uh, 
back to uh, back to that time of the year, you know. Well, I, I best time of the year. I'd be remiss if I didn't say I'm a gigantic New York Mets fan. As I, as me, <laughs> as am I. And I can tell. You know what? I, you know, I, I, I don't. I don't. You know, who managed that pitching staff up there in New York? Who manages those guys? Um. Well, Mickey I mean, Mickey Callaway. So some ungodly arms in the last five or six years. Yet, I mean, you just can't put it together. I mean, the, the, the Glom is sick. Uh, Syndergaard is sick, of course, with uh, um, uh, Batman, who, who, you know, uh, who oh, Ma- uh, Matt Harvey. A year or two and then fell off. But I mean, he has some great arms, some fantastic arms the last four or five years, yet still managed to, to somehow find themselves under 500. I just don't get it. Well, it, a couple things in last season specifically were uh, the bullpen was horrendous. Uh, they, they shored that up by getting Edwin Diaz this past season, uh, bringing back. Uh, uh, What's his name? I forgot my closer's name, the former closer um, that we just traded last year, but he came back. Um, as far as who the pitching coach is, it's uh, Dave Island. Uh, Mickey Calloway is the manager, and he was the Indians pitching coach right, when Corey Kluber right. and everything was coming up. Um, right. But, yeah, no, it, it's it's the same old story with the Mets. They have a lot of talent, and then they get injured. That's yeah, right. that's pretty the, much the guy there. They're always hurt. It's not so much a pitching coach. Well, a little bit. They're the throwing program and whatnot, but it's just the – uh, it's the training staff. It's just the, I don't want to throw guys under the bus here, but it's the training staff. It's the strength coach, you know, things like that. But you know, one, one thing to the you know, I, I don't mean to sound like Joe Morgan here, but you know, back when I played, uh, oh you know, when, when it was uh, Maddox, Lavin, Schmoltz, and, and and you know, me and Bill Wood and Nagel and that whole staff. You know, one thing we always did is we 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 towed the rubber every time we were called yeah. upon. I mean, just just a uh, very limited amount of injuries. Well, you know, you know, J- John had some elbow issues there for a little bit, but uh, you know, other than that, there was no. I, I can't recall Great Max ever being no, on the DL. Well, I can't recall I mean, Tom ever being on the DL. No, it's. It, I mean, Tom Glavin didn't go on the DL until he came to the Mets. And specifically, yeah, and specifically, actually, something that worked for Degrom, um, not this past off season, the season before, he actually talked to John Smoltz, who suggested that he throws on his off day because all of a sudden these young pitchers are telling him on your off day, don't do anything. And Smoltz said that he always threw on his off day, and yeah. and now Degrom did that, and he had this unbelievable season with a 1.7 ERA, but he finished one game above 500 because of the bullpen with imploded the worst run support. and no run support. I mean, this is the same shit that was going on with the Mets when you were playing against them. Yeah, I tell you, stinking bullpen guys, man. What, what, do, you, what do you say about bullpen guys? I know? mean, well, well, now it's, le- you know, it's you, you face one batter, lefty specialist, you can't get a righty out, they can't hold runners. I mean, the game yeah. now, pitching-wise, I, I remember, I, I, I'd be lying to you if I didn't say I absolutely despise you when you were playing against the Mets. Thank you for that. But I'm also a pro wrestling fan, so I appreciate a good bad guy. So how could I not yeah, appreciate it? I, 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 I like playing the heel. I really did. Well, uh, clearly you did because you were getting batteries thrown at you in the bullpen, yeah, and you were Christ. you were sitting there with a smile on your face. And one of the things that you also inspired is one of my favorite TV shows of the last few years was uh, Eastbound and Down. Eastbound uh, and Down. <laughs> how, how do you feel I, about I, that I, show? I'm going to interrupt you and tell you a little bit of trivia that there's no way you could possibly know. Okay. Uh, I was born, and, and you know, there's probably you know 30 births a year. And I was born in the Bullock County Hospital in Statesboro, Georgia, in 1974. Okay. Happy birthday, Annie McBride, who plays that character. Yeah. 
Guess where he was born? The same hospital. The Bullock County Hospital in Statesboro, Georgia in 1976. That's some interesting oh, wow. symmetry. The same hospital. It's, it's not like, you know, cyanide out in, uh, in L.A. It's a little, you know, shit town, shit hospital in the middle of ass nowhere. And this guy's the fucking the, man. The, the care to him, it, we were at the same hospital two years apart. That, wow, that's really? that's. Did they did they ever reach out to you about anything for the show when they were making it? They they, they, they really never had. I, I've run into Will Ferrell a few times, had a few conversations with him, uh, uh, but never never made any contact. Did, did, did you did you like the show? I mean, it was kind of like watching yourself in some ways. Yeah, it's, it's you know, of course, you know, TV. It's it's, it's uh, of course it's a bit embellishing, but you know, it's it's, it's for the camera. Well, I mean, but, and uh, Will Ferrell on that show was he was basically playing Ric Flair, so it was uh, yeah. especially fun. Out of my palms. Uh, I, I thought it was extremely hilarious. Uh, would love to have had a cameo part of that show. Would love to have it's, a cameo It's part. disappointing they didn't didn't reach out to you for it. Um, yeah. and, like, and, at, at least for a consulting I met, role. I met, I met Will and talked to Will. Uh, you know, we, we got along fine. I, I didn't I didn't talk to him a whole lot. You know, maybe three or four meetings at you know various events. Uh, I, I would have figured at some point in time I would have been asked. Like I said, come on and do you know some kind of some kind of cameo, but just right. uh, just never happened. Right. Yeah, John. Like they never even approached you for even like for being like a consultant and kind of like. Following no, that, that's uh, oh, that, that's that's kind of not cool. I mean, you you have to be in the last thirty years of baseball. I mean, I think the two biggest bad guys I can think of are, are a Rod for different reasons and you for the obvious reasons. And I mean, you're 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 always going to have that sticking on your name forever. And do you still embrace that role to this day? Uh, you know, I've, I've never had had a problem being the bad guy. Um. You know, it was it was basically a character I was playing. Um, you know, it was just. Uh, you know, but what, what, was, what was so funny is the is the the stick that Jeff Perlman and Jeff Perlman alone gave me. Yeah, um, and- you know, liberal media loves that stuff. They love to find the Southern boy with all these you know outrageous views, and, uh, and you're not going to get rid of that. What was so funny is after that, I mean. From the Andrew Joneses to the Javi Lopez's to the Bobby Bonillas, you know that might be a sensitive name. In the Mets oh, fans. come on! Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Just, ha- just had to do it. Caragas. I mean, the, yeah. the minority guys, the, the Hispanic guys, and the black guys that all of them came to my defense. The Ellis Burkses, the CC Sabathias, that all came to my defense. Like, you got this guy way wrong. And the media is swept under the rug. Like, yeah, 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 never mind, never mind. No, no, no. Doesn't fit the narrative. So we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, uh, give your words every time. But I have had, you know, no less than, you know, 30 to 50 minority players basically talk about me and the exact antithesis about Jeff Perlman did. And none of that ever makes it. Did, did Jeff Did Jeff Perlman ever follow up with you in um, years after that initial interview? No, absolutely not. Uh, he didn't have the guts to, I guess. It, it, would, it would be a bad day for him if he tried to. Well, I mean, he's written some other books specifically. One of the ones that he really promotes now is about the collapse of the USFL and specifically how he went after Donald Trump's involvement in that. And um, the person that set up this interview, wanted he had one question for you, and is that if you are a supporter of President Donald Trump. Yeah. Shoot, damn right. <laughs> oh, I, wow. I, I mean, I could have guessed. 
Uh, it's, I mean, where we live, it, it's, I mean, we're closest to the most liberal area in the world outside of Los Angeles, but we're pretty split here 50 50 between Trump supporters, non Trump supporters. I get along with everyone, but just don't tell me that I have to feel a certain way about anything. Yeah, same. Well, you know what? Where we are in Jersey specifically, we're, like I said, we're in the woods. We're in areas where you can go hunting, where you can go riding in the woods and shit. But if you drive, you know, 45 minutes west, you're going to be heading towards New York City. Um, but we're more, like I said, northern New Jersey, which is, you know, Very it's, it's, we're in the sticks. Most yeah. people, they, they don't relate us to New Jersey specifically. Yeah, that, uh, a lot of days in New York, we would have an off day. I would go to northern New Jersey uh, and trout fish. Okay, where in Jersey did you yeah, go? Do you where? remember what towns you went to? Oh, God, no, I really don't. Near, near um, uh, who's a little league team that uh, that won the, the World Series? Tom's River? Tom's River, yeah. Uh, yeah, near, Tom. Near there. So that's more central Jersey. Yeah. That's um where Todd yeah. Todd Frazier, who's on the Mets now, he won the yeah, little about, league. About, about an hour and a half outside yep, the city. Yep, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, but again, if you go more towards the city, that's when it becomes extremely, you know, you have to like everyone or else kind of thing, which yeah. I, just just don't tell me how I should feel v- about Very anything. congested. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the kind of folks that elected AOC. Yeah, uh, it, uh, okay. exactly, which she was really, asked to, really, they asked her to really, be a guest on our show recently, and I said, really, I, I. Really, really Right. Yeah, clear, clearly. So, um, do you keep up with baseball still? Uh, I try to, but not, not obviously not near like what I, you know, I did fifteen years clearly. ago. Yeah. Um, you know, know, know enough about it uh, to, to be to be uh, you know mildly informed, but uh, you know, not not. Uh, I, so casual, not, not, ca- not that much. casual fan. I mean, I can imagine being yeah. you know involved with for with it for so long has to be difficult to get all invested into it again just as a, a citizen now. Yeah, you know, for, 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 for about, about four or five years, uh, I did uh, some baseball commentary for 929 The Game, which is a CBS affiliate down here. Okay. Um, the, the biggest sports talk show in, in the Atlanta area. Um, and, and for that period of time, I was very informed. Uh, I have not done that show in the last two or three years, so kind of have, have just, you know, sort of, Proceeded back and and, uh, and don't don't pay attention that you know, much anymore. I'll, I'll tell you, I've been I've been seeking out a piece of memorabilia for years, and because I I liked how much of a bad guy you were, but I am a Mets fan, so I could not wear a Braves jersey. I've been trying to find a John Rocker Cleveland Indians jersey everywhere, and I'm sure you may not I'm, want to remember. I'm, I've got a couple of those. Oh, uh, I would love uh, whatever you're selling it for. I would love to get one because I've been trying to find one everywhere. Yeah, and uh, it's it, it would it would honestly like probably burn my skin off to wear a Braves jersey. Yeah. It's I mean you were part of those Braves teams. While you know the the Nationals have been better recently, the Phillies. Part of my youth was you guys kicking the shit out of the Mets. Yeah, that's that's all I knew. How many straight division titles did the Braves win with Bobby Cox? It's it's unbelievable. So I've been trying to get a, a, a Indians Braves. Uh, rocker jersey for a long, long time. And I can remember the, 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 the last, the last, you know, big rivalry, I guess, with, with, with the Mets was, was '99. Yeah. But of course, we, we we face you guys, the NLCS, and leading into the NLCS, we were 17 and two against the Mets. Oh, I, I remember. '99, and I, I, I would walk off the field, and it was just you guys suck, you suck. I'm like. We've beaten you guys seventeen out of nineteen meetings. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean be- you know, say, say my mother's a whore, call me a cocksucker. 
don't tell me I suck, guy. We beat you 70 out of 19 times. Go fuck yourself. I, 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 I got to tell you, you had some serious balls saying the, the things about, you know, riding the train next to an AIDS patient and then to actually ride the 7 train to the game. <laughs> that, that is some fearless shit. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, you know, we, we, uh, the, the team hotel, at least for us back in the day, uh, was the Grand Hyatt right above Grand Central. Yeah, and I would take the elevator down to Grand Central. I rode the seven train to the stadium every single time I was in New York. I've ridden that seven train fifty times. Did you ever get? Did you get? Did you ever get harassed on the train? No. And because everyone, you know, they, they, well, now with social, if you if you played and you said these things back when uh, you know oh today, I have said that a hundred times. Thank God, I have not played <laughs> yeah, now. yeah, I, Twitter I, and everything else. Yeah, I, I feel like you might get like you might get in even more trouble today if wow. you were playing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get get, get a call from the commissioner. Yeah, go go to the state with a handler. So uh, back in those those Mets teams you faced, who was the toughest batter you had to face? Hmm. I mean, they had some good. There was some. Uh, I mean, because you, I, I honestly, the reason I ask is because I don't remember us ever getting a big hit off you. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I only gave up two runs against the Mets. Uh, <laughs> Sounds right. Runs, uh, out of you know, God, 60, 70 innings. Uh, and Gar Alfonso took me deep uh, to beat us one time in New York. I and, remember. Uh, I think I was at that game actually. <laughs> Robin Ventura took me deep in Atlanta to tie a game since in the Express. Um, but other than that, uh, I mean, you know, a hell of a lot. We have, you know, Ventura and Olaru and Piazza and, 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 uh, and uh, Edgardo. And, and it's just a, you know, a hell of a lineup, but I just never seem to have a whole lot of problems. I, I remember you having tremendous success against Piazza because, you know, uh, being a Mets fan as a young kid, that was the guy all of us Mets fans looked up to. But the guy... Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I the toughest at-bat I can remember on, on those old teams was clearly uh, John Olerud because he just he, he didn't have a weakness at the plate, really. I'm sure you found one, but outside of that, those were some... Uh, it, was, it, was, it was fastballs away and spin sliders. And, and, and there was uh, at least two times I can remember... That, that, that old route trying to hit my slider through his bat into the infield. Wow! I mean, yeah, I mean just, that's just let go of the bat in the infield. You had some filthy. You had some filthy, filthy stuff back then, and you were also pitching at the height of the you know the steroid era. Which I'm I'm one of these people. Yeah. I wish all that shit was legal. Like honestly, it's it, you guys play 162 games a year, and uh, it, half the shit's for recovery. Obviously, it does enhance some performance, but I mean, some of those guys you, you saw they went from being you know average players to great players, and good play, great players to unbelievable players. So I could imagine pitching back then had to be incredibly difficult. Yeah, it was, and that, that wasn't something that I necessarily you know set out to do. But um, you know, when when you're a 24 year old kid and you're coming into a perennial contender, and, and you, you got to close games for three future Hall of Famers, the yeah. last thing I want to do is have Greg Maddox spend eight innings in you know 98 pitches, <laughs> and he's allowed. Three hits, one run, one walk, eight punch outs. Last thing I want to do is twenty is come up and throw a game with Greg Batts. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm and, not going to do that. And you also didn't want to have to face you didn't want to have to face Bobby Cox after that. And and uh, who? No, was, and, and when I, you know, my, my excuse is, well, you know, so I'm, 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 like you know, John, uh, yeah, third game you blown here, taking about a triple A, beat it. That, yeah. that, that's 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 his and, comment to me. And I'm, I'm you know, a, I'm not going to do that because I want to stay there. 
you know, I don't want to let my teammates down, you know, the fans down, stuff like that. Um, but when you know what the hitters are doing, yeah, it's an arms race. You're not going to go into a gunfight with a knife. No. And when you know factually these hitters are doing this shit just to keep up, I got to do it too. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, um, I agree entirely. That's why the, the there's like I, I try to think of like a few guys that may have not been on it, and you've seen you know you still see guys pop every so often. The Red Sox are gonna uh, take on uh, Henry Mejia, who used to be the the Mets closer, and he was supposed to be the first player to get a lifetime ban under PEDs, and oh now now he's he's back. So I mean they, they didn't take it seriously back when you played, and they take it semi seriously now. Well, they, 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 you know, take pretty seriously now. I mean, the the the, uh, uh, the first time ban is what sixty games, yeah. or something like that. Sixty uh, games. Uh, and that's pretty significant. They're using the same the same doping test, uh, the world doping test, the uh, Olympics use. So it is, it's very serious now. But back then, um, you know, and, and look at it like this, uh, um, the commissioner, please help me. Um, uh, back when I played. Uh, he factually knew. It wasn't Bud Seelig. Yes, it was Bud Seelig. Okay, it was Bud Seelig. There you go. Uh, not a fan. No, uh, he, he sucked. He factually knew. Because uh, I remember when you know, this SI stuff was going down, uh, the commissioner's office called my agent. I was with uh, uh, with Hendricks. And they called my agent and like, they want you to, t- to submit to a steroid test, which I didn't have to do. Under the uh, collective bargaining agreement, I had to do that. Yeah, there was no, no rule against it. And my agent pleaded me, like, please, John, just do this. They're really pissed at you. Please take this test. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll take the test. Well, I took it. I failed it miserably. <laughs> and this is in, in 2000. And so Seelig knew I was on the juice in 2000. Does he think I'm the only guy in the entire league taking the jits? Yeah, well, like, when Barry Bonds no, starts hitting especially back year, then, too, of all time. He, he knew that. And you see these. These, you know, these monsters I play against from McGuire to Bonds and everybody else, these guys that are, you know, got muscles coming out of the side of their freaking face. I mean, I'm clearly not the only one. He knew I was doing it and chose to do nothing about it. Yeah, no. well, I mean, C-League is, you know, he 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 sat back and quietly, and then what suddenly when congressional hearings were involved, it was, oh, we, we didn't know. And the media blackballing guys that were... I, the, the media, Absolutely. The me- he, he, was, he was just too chicken shit to take on the problem, you know, on its face. He was just, just too chicken well, shit to do it. And the, the media being so self-righteous about it when they got more newspaper sales than ever talking about things like McGuire and Sosa and the home run race... And you know that then all of a sudden they won't elect guys like McGuire and Sosa and Bonds and Clemens when specifically Clemens and uh, Bonds had Hall of Fame careers before they were on steroids. Yeah, and I know. It, I, and, and again, and you talk about you know were you the best in your era? Well, in your era, everybody's doing it, so it's all a level playing field. If you weren't doing it, and the pitchers weren't doing it, you never still have been the same. Yeah, uh, is, is you know as far as uh, uh, as far as percentage wise, you know you may, maybe you didn't hit seventy home runs, but uh, you know you would have you would have still compared you know compared to other players in your era, you still would have been the best of the best. So yeah, and, I mean and, it's and you, and you look back on so let's start you know placing asterisks on people's names. You know how about. A Babe Ruth. How about uh, you know going way back in the day, uh, uh, Garrick and Dimaggio? Well, you were playing an era 
where black players were absolutely one hundred percent true. They couldn't. Pit, oh. They they played against Satchel Paige at the end of his career. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, you, you really think that Babe Ruth has seven hundred forty home runs? He was got to face Bob Gibson. Yeah, exactly. No, and I mean. Or, or, or Pedro Martinez. Yeah, and, and if you go back to the, the 70s and 80s, all those guys were on amphetamines. They kept them in bowls in the locker rooms like candy. Just take some greenies and here you go. And I mean, it's to just ignore an entire era of baseball when truly baseball was at its height business-wise. I mean, the truth is, McGuire and Sosa they 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 saved so much of it with that home run race after the strike when people just weren't coming well, to games. I was gonna bring that up. You know, '94. There's a lot of baseball fans kind of checked out. Yeah, of and, course. You know, I, that, my, my rookie year was was '98, uh, and you know, I, I've been a baseball fan since I was five years old. I would walk my fat ass down out of the clubhouse and sit in the dugout just to watch McGuire take BP. Oh, just go, ooh, I, uh, ooh, I remember hit balls in the, in the fourth deck. It was absurd. I remember that year with their home run race at at that dump that was Shea Stadium. They would in the middle of the game they would cut into the on the the big screen to show their at bats, and this and even when uh, Griffey was still in the race early in the season. And, I mean, to think that the league just wants to act like that didn't happen because they cho- chose to ignore what they knew it was happening, as a, as a huge baseball fan, that's, board, that, that's borderline offensive to me. Yeah. I mean, it was such an exciting time for baseball. You know, you, 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 you talk, you know, devil's advocate both sides, uh, you know, out of both sides of your mouth here. I, I've done plenty of signings. I did a signing uh, God, probably two years ago, actually, in New Jersey. Um before, um, oh God! Uh, well, actually, I think it was Rod Carew that made the comment. Rod Carew. Yeah. I heard about. Uh, I mean, we were you know, in a true conversation. Rod Carew specifically said, "I don't want steroid guys in my Hall of Fame." Yeah, Rod it's. Said that. Yeah, it's his Hall of Fame. I'm sure. Well, but you know, I mean, but it's old school guys like that. You know, Rod Carew, Fred Lynn. Uh, um, Yeah. Meanwhile, Pete Rose was was Pete Rose was betting on games while he was a manager, and they want him in the Hall of Fame, but not the guys that were doing PEDs. Well, I'm not a whole, whole lot of guys uh, really speak uh, Pete Rose's accolades. I, I like Pete. Uh, I know Pete personally. Um, oh, I like Pete too. It's you know, but yeah, they're, they're I mean, yeah, betting on a game I, as a manager versus everyone doing steroids is a little bit. There, there is a distinction there, I think. Yep. And Joe played with Pete. And I, I personally, I think Pete should be in the Hall of Fame. I really do. I do too. 4,200 plus hits. I mean, 200 hits a year for 21 straight years. I mean, and that's the truth Jesus. is the, the, the writers, the writers, if they want, they could write him in every single year, but they choose not yeah. to because the league told but, them they couldn't. But I, I brought that conversation up to Joe Sambito, and Joe played 12 years. Um, Joe's an agent with Hendricks. Uh, Joe played with Pete. I got half my sentence out about Pete being the Hall of Fame, and Joe's like, fuck, fuck Pete Rose. See, that's fuck. the thing. 
because the, the, I was actually having a discussion with this about this with a friend earlier today, and the truth was, if uh, I forgot who the commissioner was when Pete got banned from baseball, but the deal was, if he kept his uh, mouth... Mark, Mark, Mark Giamatti. Yes, if he kept his mouth shut about why he was suspended for X amount of years, he would have been reinstated, but the second that, that, that uh, the commissioner was on his deathbed, then Pete Rose started saying, oh, I don't know why, they I didn't do this, I didn't do that, and then they released a report, but that's the truth about Pete Rose, he's always been his own worst enemy. He always puts himself in the position. He still gambles like crazy. Not that, you know, gambling is about to be legalized everywhere, but, you know, he they're afraid of him still having a chance to manage a team. But the writers, these asshole writers, could easily elect him to the Hall of Fame if they chose to. And to not have the all-time hits leader in the Hall of Fame is absurd. To not have Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame is absurd. I mean, it, it doesn't make much sense to me, but that's how these writers are. They they, they This is the only power they have. I've, I've, I've got a huge beef about writers being uh, the predominant amount of voters. Um, you know, a huge beef about that. Yeah. Look, look at uh, um, uh, Eddie Murray. Eddie Murray, hell of a player. Eddie Murray, you know, not much of a people person. He, uh, he's kind of a prick. Um, rubbed a lot of writers the wrong way. Absolutely. Yeah. So as much as Mariano Rivera deserved 100% of the vote, I want to know who the three writers were that didn't vote for Ken Griffey Jr. Jr. as a first ballot Hall of Famer. The, the, the best player I saw in my childhood, and three people said, no, he's not good enough to make it just yet. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and that, 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 that's something that, you know, it is, you know the, the, the first 100% vote was Mariano, and I think it was kind of a novelty thing. We're not going to let anybody be 100% voted in. It was kind of so... Of course. Uh, we're going to be the centers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. now... Just for, just, just, just for the cameras, just for show, you know? Yeah, exactly. But, all right, John, uh, we'll wrap up in just a second. We, uh, we're we a show that's based in movies and music, so we have a same question for every guest, and we'll start out right away. Uh, what is your favorite album or your favorite band and your favorite album by that band? Wow. Um, same t- same it's, reaction It's never easy. That's hard to narrow down. Um, well, what's I your... would say Kiss Live. <laughs> it's the second guest in a row that said Kiss, so yep. there you go. Yeah, I actually did. They're coming here April 7th. Already got my tickets. So yeah, you do. My, the uh, final tour. 17th Kiss show. 17th, uh, wow. Jesus. Probably Kiss Live. Favorite movie, Bull Durham. Oh, that's a great okay. show. Bull Durham's great. And um, do you plan on coming up to New York City anytime soon and uh, mingling with the people? Uh, I, I, I do. Actually, uh, my girlfriend uh, uh, has never been to New York, so I, I promised her a trip up there. Okay. Uh, and I can, I can give her a hell of a tour of New York. I've been there many, many times. I, 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 I know you have. I've seen you kick my team's ass many, many times. Um, so, John, this was awesome talking to you. i got to tell you, as a Mets fan, my first reaction was, my, my only thing I could think is how much I hated you as a player, but I really appreciate you being so cool and yeah. being open and honest with us. Um, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, when you're up here in Jersey or New York doing anything, I'd love to meet you and uh, get a handshake and an autograph. Uh, so sounds good, man. Let, let's, uh, let, let's, uh, let's do this again. All right, and i got to get one of those Indians jerseys for sure. <laughs> uh, all right. All right, John. Uh, well, I, you, you can get 
get, uh, I do have a website, therealjohnrocker.com. Okay. Um, the, the, you know, jerseys are available to purchase, stuff like that. So that's a, that's a, that's one source for stuff like that. All right, John, that's awesome, man. I really appreciate you taking some time with us, and we'll talk soon, all right? Uh, no problem. Have a good one. Right, take care. That's not what I was expecting at all. That was uh, um, interesting. I mean, this guy was the most ruthless one. Now, I'm sitting here. He's got a family. Kenny Powers talking in the background. Uh, That was much cooler than I thought it would. Yeah, I Um, I was expecting you to take a left turn at some point, but it really didn't. The second I could sense that he was, you know, like, dude, that interview doesn't define me. I'm like, all right. He he was, uh, that was cool. That was uh, very interesting. I liked some of his comments. Um, That was fun. Hey, Josh, what happened to 730? (laughs) <laughs> All right, so it's uh today was my shit boy brother's birthday, <laughs> and uh, he happy is a shit boy. boy. Yeah, yeah. Happy, happy birthday, shit boy. Why we do I have twenty six we texts in we the group were, chat? We were just pretty much talking about, hey, can we make we eat pizza now? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, so go on, Josh. So we were uh, we were singing happy birthday to him, and everybody said happy birthday to Nick, but I said shit kid. <laughs> and I threw everything into a, a little bit of a uh, yeah. You just threw a wrench a in the machine. Spiral. Yeah, that's nobody f- knew what to do. What during like happy birthday? Yeah, yeah. That's that's well, the best. We, you we, it truthfully, up. we know your brother is a bukyak. So <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, bukyak. Uh, so Taylor actually finished the Sopranos this week, Josh. Oh, did, did you? He yeah. finally finished it. He told he texted me two weeks ago. Uh, Christopher just died. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you need to finish. Yeah. So t- how brutal was Bobby Bacala? It bums me out, dude. dude. Bacala was one of my favorite fucking characters. He turned into a great character when he, when he gets into a fight with fucking Tony, like the the fist fight up at the lake house, which it was actually yeah, yeah. filmed at what UGL. Uh, that was filmed at Greenwood Lake, right yeah. over here. Dude, that was uh, Soprano. Soprano I home when they movies. were filming that. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's it, it was it was really it was really fun. Uh, I'm. I'm happy it took he me was, as long to finish it as I did because now you have if a I deep appreciation. Well, if for I would have binged it, I would have lost a lot of you know a lot of muster. That sure, it sure. Had, you know, but it, it, I literally started in September. I just finished in March, so yeah. I feel it's, like that's appropriate. And it's one of those ones like when you put it on again, it's just easy to leave on. It's and also you catch, heavy. You catch little. Oh, there's some it's episodes. It's very that are, heavy, so like it's hard to watch episode, 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 episode. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, the, so there's the, definitely the, that instance. The landlord finally agreed to watch it and. We just got through season uh, three when um, the, the Tony and Gloria Trillo relationship and okay. how brutal that is. And, of course, my favorite episode, Pine Barrens, yeah. which how can you go wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Paul Christopher are eating ketchup packets. <laughs> is that ketchup? <laughs> oh, I got some relish here, too. Yeah. It's a little frozen. When uh, when when AJ is sitting and uh, watching TV and Tony's in the kitchen, is there any way the package could survive? Yeah. <laughs> is there any way the package could survive? He used to do that over the headset at Best Buy. I was telling the Landlord, is there any way the package survives? Oh <laughs> you know, I love when they go down, they go this find guy. him, and Bacala's dressed in like all hunting gear with the neon orange so, stuff. And Tony just laughs at him. So the whole story with that is that um, Tony, uh, they told Gandolfini he needed to laugh and that Junior needed to have a straight face. Uh-huh. So they, what they did was they put a strap on dildo on Bobby Bacala, oh and he God. walked in wearing that. So Gandolfini's reaction, laughing, it's, is authentic. It's genuine. It's genuine. Nice. Uh, there, there's just so many little that that Pine Barrens episode, the part where you're not gonna. Believe this guy killed 16 Czechoslovakians. Guy was an interior decorator, <laughs> his apartment looked like shit. His apartment looked like shit. <laughs> it's such a weird, funny line. So, I'm glad you watched it. I yeah. think now you get like why all of us were like, It's great, it's, it's a very good show. And it's you not know, my favorite, and it's not the best I've seen. Well, but I don't, it's very I don't expect good. it to be everyone's favorite. Yeah. I mean, it's my favorite for different reasons. There's yeah, certain things, there's me, certain you know. elements of Tony that remind me of my dad, mm-hmm. and specifically how he cares about his kids it, yeah. it, it rem- and eating. Like, <laughs> Like, and dying of a heart attack. Like, <laughs> the, bum, she, bum, bum. The, uh, the, 
<laughs> I can say it because he's my dad and he died. Wow. Wow, just, you know, screaming. All right, Taylor, all... take over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I mean, the whole thing. It's always thing, interesting like, what I drink during the show. If it's one of my, like, if I had Hi, to, like, wife pick, too. like, a show. Hello. If I had to pick, like, a show, like, uh, like the best shows from start to finish are probably The Sopranos and, uh, what the fuck, Breaking Bad are probably the two best. The Wire. Complete... The Wire has the, to be on the, that list. The Wire is still one I have to watch. Oh, I still haven't dude, seen that the yet. The Wire, Oz. Dude, well, I've been fucking up on The Wire for, like, 15 years. It's one of the, well, it, it was actually wire, funny. It was, Oz, uh, Six Feet Under is a fucking classic. So, Wife 2, have you watched uh, Six Feet Under? Incredible. It was actually, Might have the greatest yeah. finale in the history of television, honestly. It was uh, going, going back to you talking about how Crashing just got, um, Crashing oh, just got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. One one of the one of the trailers was uh, Pete Holmes telling someone that he's never seen The Wire, and he's like, "There's never a good, there's never an easy way to tell someone you've never watched The no, Wire. Dude, Everyone's always mad at you." The Wire. Yeah. So my favorite TV character ever is always going to be Tony Soprano, mm. but Omar on The Wire mm, is one of the best. Honestly, I'll put Omar above Walter White. Yeah. Um, Omar, dude. I mean, the line "You come at the king, you best not miss." That is like one of the most badass fucking lines you could ever lay yeah. down. And I mean, he was such an interesting, unique character to television mm. at that time. Um, the, but most HBO programming. I mean, Deadwood. Deadwood, Deadwood was great. The movie, the movie, the trailer they just dropped so for the good. Deadwood movie is incredible. Rome, I, Rome was really. I, good. I, I know a lot of people felt some type of way about it. I was a big fan of uh, the newsroom, and I loved. Uh, what the Jeff Daniels in it? Yeah. Honestly, the newsroom was really good. Will McAvoy is is a fantastic character, and it's, that goes back just I like stuff that's written by Aaron Sorkin because his yeah, dialogue sure. and stuff. His is dialogue is always amazing. fantastic. You know what I mean? That's the one thing I love about it. But um, well, I mean, what other character is it? What, I mean, you put up great there? television characters of all I mean, time. I mean, I mean, obviously, like you, you, I mean, you talk about like what. Lu- Lucy, whatever the fuck her name is from I Love Lucy. I forget the last <laughs> name. <laughs> You're bringing in, we're bringing in comedy here. I got to go to like really deep now. Cause, Joey. Cause I mean, you, nah. Joey from Friends. Yeah. He's the worst character <laughs> no, on I Friends. No, I know he is. I mean, if, if we're Chandler's ranking Friends best. characters, Kramer has to be in the running for best television characters ever, most iconic, best stand-up comedians. <laughs> you want to play him during this? Yo, no, be, don't. Yo, best, don't, m- don't. best meltdown. All right, all right. No, I, you were about to go play his <laughs> well, meltdown. Yeah, you were, you were. That would have been bad. That would have been Best no good for me. If you tell me to pull something up, I'm going to pull that, it up. That's true. Yeah, try some more pulling out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what were we talking about right before Mr. Rocker called? I really don't um, know. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling being an asshole. Oh, yeah. And then Bob said so, something about her transitioning. Well, and I said she's James Rowling now or yes. John Rowling. Yeah, okay. So she's, and we're back. I, I actually don't mind the idea of her saying that certain characters, like the, the she said years ago Dumbledore was gay. That's fine. That actually kind of makes sense. And now that these, these dog shit fantastic beasts movies which they are not good um, I just watched the second one the landlord's a big Harry Potter fan and um, you know the first one was okay the and first the second, one was, the first the, one was it, right. was, it was okay the yeah. second one was a little bit better but there's nothing in those movies that appeals to me it's like nothing happens and also Jude Law is in them and he plays Dumbledore and we all know Jude Law sucks well I, I, I like the backstory and it delving into it I don't think it's doing a good job it's, no se. it's it's backstory no one needed and it's no, so she she said that um, it's operating that, within the same universe so, so she so said in her in her you know books I mean? that Dumbledore and Grindelwald which is the character Johnny Depp play had an intensely passionate gay relationship okay this is my issue I would not have an issue with it 
if it actually happened in the movie. If, right. But you're just saying it, and you're saying it for what reason? I mean, if you're writing a book and it's in there, that's one thing, and they cut it out from the movie, fine. But yeah. she's adding on facts that we don't need. Why don't you tell me that Harry finger pop fucking Dobby in a fucking book too? Like that's like, what I want to know. Tell me, <laughs> tell me that fucking uh, what's his name? Snape was Joe Paterno or Jerry Sandusky <laughs> at fucking Hogwarts. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Harry. Mr. Potter, <laughs> drop your trousers. Like that's where I want to go with this. Alan Rickman. Yeah. Turn to page three hundred and ninety-five. Like, like, like ha- Hagrid is a domestic abuser. He's beating up McGonagall all the time when she's a cat. He's just punted her across the fucking hall. <laughs> like, that, like, what kind of backstories do we need here? Oh my like, god. Do we need like I, I listen? It doesn't offend me. I just want to know why. Well, I, I don't. I don't mind when people delve into backstories. The ba- backstories. Yeah, sure. That, that doesn't well, bother me. Adding depth and layers to characters is one thing. I, but put it in writing don't just say it <laughs> I, I right I, I agree with you there i think she's just saying it for the she's always been a little uh what outspoken i guess you I could guarantee say. you she's one step away from saying voldemort was a trump supporter right because that's just, where like, this is going it just doesn't entirely it, it, it's not necessary because the books themselves hold up they stand and, on their and, own so so why not add, that i read them so why bring unnecessary why bring unnecessary things towards it because honestly they came out when i was a kid and i grew up watching the movies reading the books sure there wasn't any instance where I sat there and thought to myself, oh, uh, I, wonder if, I, wonder, I wonder if someone's gay. I never cared because the, the story is, is what took center stage. Sure. Not the sexual orientation. She's honestly taking away from her own work. Yeah, she's why do we ever see fucking Ron get the deep dick in Hermione? Like, that's the stuff I want to see. I guess, dude. Or I fucking sure. Harry deep dick in Ron. <laughs> Give me one of those. Just r- r- bricks in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> drops trow. Fucking Harry's uncircumcised. He's got to find another uncircumcised student and they dock. <laughs> I know you're a Slytherin, but pull the foreskin over. <laughs> He's got a <laughs> Wingardium Levidoxa. <laughs> Gay. He's got, instead of it being on his forehead, it's on his ass. <laughs> Josh, Voldemort ever, shot him in the ass. Do you ass. have a soundboard set up? No, we don't. <laughs> I was going to say, there's some good ones we can play right now. I oh guess the turd God. doesn't fall. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. boy. So, yeah, J.K. Rowling is kind of being an ass. Um, it's, 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 it's taking the, away from her work. The reason I can't be too mad about it is because it's her intellectual property. It's one thing if it was someone else that, like, bought the rights to it and they started adding stuff to it. It's her fucking characters, her right. story. She can do whatever she wants with it, whatever she pleases, whatever pleases her, honestly. Um, sure. We did get an update on Terminator 6 this week. Did we? Um, yeah. The What's official title of the movie is going to be Terminator 6 Dark Fate. Um, it is going to be a direct sequel to Terminator 2, ignoring the events of Terminator 3, Salvation, Salvation Genesis. and Genesis. Okay. Um, Sarah Connor's back, Linda Hamilton playing Sarah Connor. We, yeah, you told me. Right, right, I'm right. I'm super, super pumped for this. I'm very interested to see. I have not heard a thing about John Connor in the movie yet, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, if they really wanted to put this story for a spin... Say John Connor got killed after the events of Terminator 2. I mean... Because that could really fuck up the whole thing, couldn't well, it? Well, I was going to say, well, now that you say that it, uh, it basically do- doesn't follow anything from yeah, after T2... You can do anything. Yeah. I mean, Which, it, it, w- this is one of the few movies where the storyline can change because of the time travel um, right. methods in it. Well, I, I guess my question is exactly what your question is. What, 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 what role does John Connor play in this? Because I, the, the, the overarching story is that he saves humanity sure. or, or he leads the he resistance. He was the leader of the resistance, yeah. Right. And he's humanity's last hope. So if you take that away from 
uh, from a story that's been around for like what, easy twenty years? Uh the first what Josh, what year did no, the no, first no. Terminator come out? What, nineteen eighty some? Eighty four, eighty five. Is it was is it that early? Yeah, there was a huge gap between each Terminator. Because I know movie Terminator before, two came out in the nineties, right? Terminator, Terminator two was ninety one. Ninety one. Right. Um but that was there was a I think a six year gap between them to that point. Right. Um but yeah, I, let me know what year the first nineteen eighty four. Oh, I called that one, so motherfucker. So it's almost thirty years it's been the same narrative where John Connor and at least in the Terminator universe. Yeah. So have Having it change, Every movie has been about up, John Connor. Yeah, could yeah. could be cool. I mean, it's a different take yeah, on like, it. Yeah, like let's go follow. Instead of being force fed the same shit for the last couple of movies, I actually, you know. Listen, the truth is, uh, I don't know if Josh. I know you don't agree entirely, but I don't know if Josh does either. I kind of like every Terminator movie. Oh yeah, me too. Even Outside the bad of T3. Sequel, I like. I, no, I like Terminator see, 3. Dude. I like I like T3, and it's my least favorite Terminator movie. Yeah, Rise um, of the Machines it, wasn't. Yeah. Rise of the Machines. There were some really cool elements of it, like actually getting to the war, like mm. actually getting to Judgment Day, seeing that was really cool. The chick Terminator was pretty badass, and being able to change from a liquid Terminator to and make make weapons out of her arms and shit. But um, then you go to Salvation, which was cool to actually get to beyond. Yeah. Um, and then Genesis. Gen- I thought Genesis kicked. Genesis, Genesis was a was lot awesome. of fun. I like, like that movie. I, I don't know why Genesis got shit on so much. It was a lot of fun. It was better than the uh, than the two before. Yeah, absolutely. It was the best. Better. The best in T two. One hundred. The mm-hmm. most fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Clark is a really, really good, a- underrated actor. In fact, great in the second uh, most recent Planet of the Apes movie. Um, so I think the idea and the fact that this is the first one James Cameron has been a part of since T two says a lot. What he must feel about the script. Getting Linda Hamilton back. She doesn't Big act deal. anymore. She doesn't do anything anymore. The last thing I remember her being in was fucking Dante's Peak. That was a while ago, dude. <laughs> it, was, it was like that, that was prime Pierce Brosnan, dude. I loved Dante's, Dante's Peak. Peak that was like in the 90s when they were just dumping out disaster movies. They're like, hey, Armageddon's coming out, but Morgan Freeman's a black president. Here's Deep Impact. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's literally uh, what happened. So you want to talk about it? I, so I watched a really bad disaster movie. Okay. Probably the worst one I've ever seen. Geostorm? Yes. Yeah, dude, it was it, so bad. They just put it on HBO. It no, was dude, next level HBO for bad. Like, it's been on HBO for like three months because I watched it like three times in the last three months. Dude, I, I, I watched it once and I remember watching it and thinking to myself uh, the tornadoes are pretty cool the giant fucking uh, uh, tsunami wave taking out what like like uh, Dubai yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that please do it was the most <laughs> ridiculous fucking movie well, in that chase in that chase scene where all the lightning is fucking going nuts the, the thing with disaster movies though is they have to be ridiculous but like, I don't want a realistic I don't want a realistic disaster movie I listen I, I agree with it's, you but what I'm so saying like, is is that like when you overplay it think like, about like in the 90s when disaster Disaster movies were really at their peak. You had Twister. Twister's amazing. Probably the best greatest. Movie, probably the, best the greatest. Movie, the best movie ever made. Dante's Peak, Volcano in L.A. Volcano's great. Volcano's Indo- so good, dude. Yo, how great dude, is Don Cheadle in that movie? I have a video on my YouTube, my personal YouTube page, and it's a mix of Terminator 2 and Volcano when that asshole subway guy is carrying the person out. <laughs> he, he throws the lava. He throws them. And Run! He, he jumps in, and I have the Terminator 2 music, and then at the end, it's thumbs up. up. <laughs> Volcano is so <laughs> awful that it's amazing. I, I just love how, Dante's like... Dante's Peak is actually yeah. a decent Volcano. Volcano movie. It's not bad. Like, cause it's supposed to be like Mount St. Helens. And Listen, I, I love, dude, the, Ar- I love the acid, the acid lake scene. Yeah. Oh, Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Armageddon. Uh, deep, deep yeah. impact. Deep impact. I like deep, too. Deep impact is dude, good. The, scene the only reason deep... why Armageddon, uh, Armageddon yeah. <laughs> is as great as it is because all the stars in it, honestly, oh, that's dude, it. Now the best part of that movie is Steve Buscemi. He was like, give me a good view of the end of the world. But <laughs> he just goes crazy. <laughs> but I don't know what's weird about Armageddon. <laughs> when the guy no. looks at him and he goes, whoa, why do you have a gun in space? Yeah, 
exactly. So there's a there's a there's a part in um, in Armageddon that actually plays off very creepy in hindsight. It's a scene right before they leave for space, and Liv Tyler and Ben Affleck are having their romantic scene, and they do an acapella version of Aerosmith's biggest hit. I don't want no, I don't want to miss a thing. Which one? No, no, I'm not talking about that scene. I'm talking about when it's them like she has her shirt and button. Oh, and and he's he's playing with the animal crackers. Yeah, on on her titties and. If you, so he's uh, he's, about ma- he's about that he's about to he's about to do Stocks, it's wait, wait shh he's about to do sex with Liv Tyler <laughs> all the meanwhile her father Steven Tyler is singing a cappella over him oh him God. jumping animal crackers on her fucking areolas <laughs> it's fucking weird it's really weird and then there, there, if you ever get a chance you need to listen to the the commentary on Armageddon the DVD with the, with the whole cast dude there's this part where Ben Affleck yeah, he talks about he goes you know I asked Michael Bay, uh, wouldn't it make more sense to to train uh, astronauts how to be drillers than have to train drillers to be astronauts? And Michael Bay said to me, "Shut the fuck up, Ben." <laughs> it's fucking super dude, funny. When he's chasing him on the fucking oil rig with a shotgun. Oh, dude, there's so many <laughs> weird. So that Michael Michael Clark Duncan's in that movie. Owen Wilson's Owen in that movie. Wilson's and he's in a the cowboy. Movie. Yeah, he's a cowboy. He's getting away from the cops when they're trying to get the. He's like, all I'm you on see a horse. is all you see is helicopters and him just riding like a motherfucker yeah. across the plane, like some serious like apocalypse. Dude, now I like, saw <laughs> I saw Armageddon in the theater with my grandmother when I was visiting her in Florida, and I just told her, "Oh, Bruce Willis. It's a uh, there's an asteroid." She's like, oh, we'll go see it. And we went and saw it in like Dolby, where it's right, like crazy right, right. sound. She couldn't hear for a week. That old Just bitch. <laughs> she was literally like, Daniel, that movie. It was so loud. Come on, Harry, push the button. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Harry, push the button. Why do you have a gun in space? Yeah, that what? line is so stupid. Why do you have a gun in space? What? All right, let me see what else I got, I? I got for us here. Um, oh, we got some trailers this week. We got some good trailers. Uh, Stranger, Stranger Things three, the new trailer dropped for that Serious? on Thursday. You didn't see it yet? No. It's the first like real trailer. Well, because I, I watched yeah, the, the I back. watched Crystal with Kenny Powers. We're still. Uh, I I saw the teaser trailer where it's like this the, is the, the first video. real trailer. Yeah, where it was like the video, and then like everything just turns upside down. Yeah, you know I'm, I mean, I'm, so. we're not going to do it with full on sound right now. No, I mean, that's fine. you can play the sound lightly in the back. Well, I'm going to end up watch, I'll end up watching it eventually. It, but it looks fucking fantastic. I, I was surprised how how much much better they they got from season one to season two. I know some people like season one more. Um, I, I like season two more. It was one of the few times where season two, actually a second season of a show just dropped today. I have to watch the OA season two, which I'm excited oh, to watch. It? it came out today, which Fuck I'm yeah. very excited for. Wait, wait, I missed that. The, o- the OA. Uh, uh, the OA was fantastic. Very weird. I heard the season's even weirder, which is what I want. I want weird. Right. And, um, you know, they're getting to the point now where these kids, if they take too much time between seasons, we're watching the trailer right now. If they took too much time between seasons, yo, they're going to be adults. Yo, the, they're going to have kids. Yo, they're going to have fucking, fucking C-sections. Every single, at the last two to- like the last two seasons, these kids have been mega stars. And then they, like, outside of, like, Wolf Finn, whatever the fuck, Wolf Finnhart, whatever, the, the one yeah, that was Wolf in Wolf Finnhart, yeah. He... Like he oh, got he's becoming big. a superstar. He, they're casting him in the new Ghostbusters movie well, as well. I was going to say uh, Eleven is going to be very. She, she's gonna be well, she's in the new Godzilla coming out, which uh, also oh, looks awesome. The new Godzilla looks amazing. Yeah, I'm, King I of the Monsters. Yeah. I am super, super hyped for that. But this looks. I mean, doing it with Teenage Wasteland. Yeah, it is. Or bu- excuse me, it is not Baba called Teenage O'Reilly, Baba O'Reilly. It's just you know what the problem is. Most people don't know it's called Baba O'Reilly. Yeah, and they're idiots. I know. So I I'm in like the habit of saying Teenage Wasteland. Well, because you say Baba O'Reilly, they don't say Baba Who. 
don't say once in the no, fucking No, they song. don't. Who, who do you think Bob O'Reilly is? I, I could care less. Probably an asshole. But uh, what, I can't remember the name of the album. I mean, awesome. I mean, this... Who's next? That's it. This has to be... This is Netflix's biggest show, right? It is. I mean, I think they, they said that the most recent season of Daredevil broke the, the most views, uh, beating out Stranger Things Season 2. But Stranger Things Season 1 and 2 are two of the best seasons of television consecutively I've ever seen for, like, your debut debut show. I, I don't... Without question. I don't watch shows outside of Game of Thrones and Stranger Things as they come out. Yeah, honestly. That's it. Stranger Things, I'm enthralled from start to finish. Every yeah, new you character. They- I remember at first, like you were like you were like a little freaked out by it because you're a little bitch with horror. And then once you watched it, you're like, all right, this is fucking great. Well, because it's not even really that scary. Yo, Carrie, it's Carrie Elwes is in this fucking Plus, season. not to mention, like, a, a lot of people talk shit about, oh, they're using 80s nostalgia, but it's fucking great. They don't okay, overplay I it. I hate the whole people saying they're relying no, on nostalgia I, I, too much. I'm That's a, been what happening. What the fuck is that thing? The Demigorgon, it's bigger now. Excuse me? Um, but no, people that cry about nostalgia being, like, relied on now. No, it's please, stupid. Okay, if you want to complain about that... Don't ever tell me you're a fan of Back to the Future. Because what was At Back all. to the Future? Uh, all it, took, it, it came out in the 80s. It was about fucking 50s, 60s nostalgia. Media is almost always based heavily in nostalgia. Yeah. It, it's always been a thing because they're trying to appeal to a demographic that grew up in that time. Or a demographic that you know likes movies now and wants to learn about the past. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty simple. Fucking Indian in the Cupboard had fucking <laughs> nostalgia. You want to talk about a deep cut? <laughs> How many times Aubrey you and that fucking cupboard. How often you get an Indian in the cupboard Are you reference. kidding me? What about that piece of shit cowboy that shot everyone? Well, oh my god. <laughs> that fucking cowboy was a Shot jerk. everyone. Shot the kid. That was Owen Wilson too. <laughs> was <laughs> it really? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was it Owen was, Wilson. No, it was. was Owen Wilson. <laughs> Why oh do we have my. so many Owen Wilson references? Remember when he tried to kill himself? Wait, wait, wait. No, Owen no. Wilson was the cowboy in... Uh... No, I'm telling you. You're thinking of Shanghai Nights. No, no, no. He was and the, Shanghai No, Newton. he was the cowboy in Night at the Museum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he he did the same shit. He was shooting fucking Ben Stiller. <laughs> so... Well, Owen Wilson's every cowboy in a movie shooting someone ever. Well, you see, Josh, cowboy, I just happen to be in Indian in the movie. cupboard. I doubt that is a Google search. Yeah. Cowboy Indian be. in the cupboard. It we need this. Oh, my God. This, I, dude, Why do I remember this? I know people that say this movie made them cry when they were a kid. Well, uh, no, that didn't work. No, I'm saying, I, I like, liked the movie when I was young. It was it, pretty cool. You want to talk about, look, you know what in I the cupboard, more? read aloud too. You know no what I thanks. liked more? I was a big fan of Small Soldiers back in the day. Small Soldiers? Small Soldiers was, was my ass. shit. Yo, Kirsten Dunst, what, like that's like her first real movie? or was she, No, it was uh, no, Jumanji. Oh, she was around even before Jumanji, dude. Really? Yeah, she'd been around oh, for shit. a long, long time. The Indian in the Cupboard trailer. No one ever asked for the trailer to Indian Major in the Cupboard. Chip, Major Chip Hazard, uh, the fucking, uh, what, the Gork? Gorgonites? Is that their name? Gor- that's Gorgonzola. No, no, the I Gorgonites. Know, Gorgonites. Dude, I saw that shit in the theater when it came out. Everything else is just a toy. Then the oh fucking my. Spice Girls. Tommy, then, like, Tommy Lee Jones is one of the voices who, in that. Uh, what was the guy from Saturday Night Live that passed away? The really good one. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman that was, was one in of that? His last, hey, I think that was his that, last movie. Is that my JVC? Spice Girls. I, I could be wrong, but that was one his last movie, I yeah, believe. Phil Hartman was great. Dude, that's fucked up with Phil Hartman. You know how he died? Didn't his wife kill him? His wife killed him after being given... She was... Uh, sober. She, yeah. was, she was a recovering addict. Right. And um, she relapsed after Andy Dick gave her cocaine. 
I remember so, hearing about this. So You're Andy right. Dick had this thing when people would heckle him at shows. He says, oh, I'm going to put the Phil Hartman hex on you. That's not cool. John Lovitz once was there when he said it. John Lovitz kicked the shit out of Andy Dick. Good, dude. And John Lovitz is the most unassuming person John Lovitz ever. Rules. I love John. John Lovitz is in this great comedy from the 90s that was making fun of that um, that high school ghetto movie with Michelle Pfeiffer, um, Dangerous Mo- Dangerous Minds. Was that it? It might have been. Um, the one that had Gangster's Paradise was the theme song. Oh, it. okay. I know you're um, It was a parody. It was called High School High. Had a young Mackay Pfeiffer in it. Oh, wow. Like early. Dude, it's such a stupid, funny fucking movie. If you like John Lovitz. Vader's like, fighting Robocop. Robocop and a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I saw the thing that was, go- <laughs> that was going viral on Twitter this week was, um, oh, wait, that wasn't. That's, that's fucking, not Owen Wilson. I don't know who that that's is. It's not even remotely Owen Wilson. I didn't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah, not even close. We're watching yeah, the Indian in the Cupboard trailer. I was not an Indian in the Cupboard. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I love the Owen Wilson oh, wow. wow they just put up. I will, I will wow, say wow. like Owen, Pull up Will- Owen Wilson wow. I will say Owen Wilson gets a lot of crap. What? I like Luke Wilson more. Luke Wilson. Yeah. Go away, Brayton. How much does he make, Bob? I'm coming Yeah, you got to get on Josh's mic. So Owen Wilson averages hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars for every single time he says the word. Wow. Wow. Really? You know who's averaging a lot more money for taking that bat every time this season? Mike Trout. <laughs> Sixty-five thousand oh, wow. dollars okay, per at bat this season. Good for him, dude. For someone that deserves it, it's wow. him. Wow, you're so dominant. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that wasn't even a wow. You like? I swear, got screwed on the old bedroom selection. Every room. The haunted. Like uh, that's the house on Haunted Hill. That that movie. Him and I, I won't honestly like, like he was really good in Marley and Me. Like Marley Me is a great movie. No, it's not. Yes, it's it it's it's a it's a great movie because it made you want to kill yourself at the end of it. It's not. There's true. nothing great about the movie other than the dog dies and you want to die too. Just because you hate everything no, and good feelings, I, I cried my does eyes. Does it mean time out. that it's a bad fucking hey, movie? Bukyak, listen, listen. What? No, go ahead. Listen, I didn't say I'm it's listening. a bad movie. That's what I you said, said. You just said that. No, I yes, said I said it's not a good movie. I said it's not a great... You said it's a great movie. It's not a great movie because it makes me want to kill myself because every time a fucking dog dies, I want to die in a fucking movie. Has anyone ever watched a movie where a dog dies and you're, like, happy at the end of it? I'd say... No. Dude, watch John If Wick. a movie's about a pet, you know it's dying. What, pet Correct? Uh, uh kind of. Old Yell, you know it's dying! Huh? I want to loop around back to the cowboy Don't thing. Don't talk about oh, Go that. back that to the cowboy fun. thing. No, no, no. I'm just saying, so uh, this is a chronological... Wow. Video of every time he said "Wow" in From a movie. That needs to be so on the soundboard. We're only on 2003, and he's already been a cowboy four times. <laughs> <laughs> he gets type. Royal gets Bannon, typecasted dude. as a cowboy. Let's see if there's any more here. Yeah, Royal keep... Bannon and the Shanghai Kid in London. The Let's Shanghai go. Noon was decent. Shanghai, Shanghai Nights. Shanghai was not, was oh my bad. God, Starsky and Hutch was terrible. Like this is when they just put Ben Stiller in things. Like, let's see if it works. Was it was this like right after like like Meet the Fockers or Meet the Parents? Well, like, Meet I the remember, Parents like, was two thousand three, I think. Yeah, but so, I'm, yeah, yeah Wedding right. Crashers is a classic, obviously. The, can, can I be honest? And it's, I don't hate the movie. I just don't care about oh, Wedding dude, Crashers. I can still watch Wedding Crashers and laugh. It's my one of those ass things. I just dude, Bradley Cooper. That was less. where people first really figured. Out, what he can't be saying no, wow with the car. No, wow. Bradley Cooper wow. was in a Wet Hot American Summer I know, but, too. Right? Well, that was the first time he had because Wet Hot American Summer was like a cult film. Yeah, Wedding Crashers was mad. Bradley Cooper had sex with Michael Ian Black. There were two big comedies that year, and it was Wedding Crashers and 40-Year-Old Virgin. 40-Year-Old Virgin, 
mean Dupree wasn't a bad comedy. I didn't hate that entirely. No, He's had fine. some like decent ones, but Luke Wilson has been in more movies like I like old school and idiocracy. Oh, I, I, I'll put I above this any movie. movie with Owen Wilson. I watched that movie. It wasn't oh, Trumpet I, Taylor was terrible. Dude, when I came out, I loved it because it was so fucking stupid. And the one kid reminded me of the kid that Josh and I went to high school with that didn't have an esophagus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a hobbit. <laughs> I can't oh, catch it. Okay. I figured it out. Marley and me. Like I said, I liked Marley and me. I watched Marmaduke it once. Too. I watched Mar. Oh, he was in Marmaduke, dude. <laughs> he's the fucking dog. <laughs> he's not the dog. He's himself. Oh, little dude. Little, little Fockers sucked. I didn't like. I didn't meet the parents. Great. Meet Meet the Fockers. Okay. Little Fockers. Straight ass. I think it was okay. Just, I welcome to you. Watch. I'm um, Owen Wilson. You uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, what are we doing here? Hall pass. Oh, uh, hall pass. Hall pass. Um, should it wasn't terrible. I didn't like there were some all. parts in it that made me laugh my ass off, like the fake Chow shit yeah. when he's pretend when Jason Sudeikis is pretending to go down on the girl because he doesn't want to, so he just makes noises and fingers her. <laughs> Fake chow is some of the funniest shit I've ever heard. There were some parts in fucking uh, Hall Pass that were funny as shit. I don't think it's a great comedy, but there's some parts in that that are that genuinely like, funny. Was that like Sudeikis' like first real film? No, because well, he, no, he, he was doing SNL. Yeah, yeah, way before Midnight that. in Paris is really good. Okay, All the why the, are we talking about Owen Wilson this one? Yeah, the, I, I don't want to talk about Owen Wilson anymore. Get rid of Owen Wilson. Yeah, I'm done, dude. Um, I'm oh, so there were some announcements or rumored, I guess rumors more so I should say about okay. the um, one of the upcoming stars. Star Wars trilogies, and this is the one being trilogies. made by the the well. Ryan Johnson has his own trilogy he's working on. The guy that directed the Last Jedi, directed right. Looper, which everyone needs to come and the fuck the, down. It's still uh, a good movie. The other trilogy that's being worked on is from the creators of Game of Thrones. The, the showrunners of Game of Thrones. Okay, and so not George R. R. By Martin. all accounts. It's going to take place during the Old Republic, Good. which is what e- good. exactly what I want. Go back thousands of years before what? the Star Wars. No, that is good. No, just, it is. It's great. I didn't. I didn't disagree, dude. Want to hear your reaction? The, the idea they good. they have stuff to go off. Bring of Varys to Star Wars. <laughs> Bring Varys to Star Wars. That's what Listen I'm saying. To me, young Jedi, I have no penis. <laughs> Young Padawan, um, no, I mean, I'm. I, he has his little birds <laughs> scattered throughout. <laughs> little, the no, no, they're little droids. <laughs> little droids. My little droids, droids are all over the galaxy. <laughs> um, I'm very, just a shitload you of Ewoks. Think, if, if you're gonna have the <laughs> my little Ewoks, my little, my little Ewoks. Jawas. <laughs> if you're gonna have anyone that, if the Game of Thrones creators are doing something with Star Wars, the Old Republic is the right era of that. Um, universe to go with i guess you could say because it was much more ruthless back then as far as uh what's it canon i guess yeah um because now i guess and hopefully this means they'll remake the old republic games the knights of the old republic oh, hell i yeah. hope so dude. i, I mean so well because um lucasfilm Luke, Lucas games just got reinstated in the whole transition for with fox and disney which i i don't i don't know if they owned uh, Knights of the Old Republic, but I would no, think, I think so. if they rebooted Lucasfilm Games, which hasn't been around since the late 90s, well, early 2000s. I'm, I'm almost positive the studio closed down a long time well, ago, the f- and but the thing is, the rights were never bought, Correct. so they're, they're, but, they're sitting in limbo. But the fact that they're moving away from EA and going to that tells me, like, oh, we're going to take some chances here. Fuck yeah. Do that. Well, I mean, because the Fox Disney merger just got completed. Here's someone we're having a better week down. The five thousand Fox employees are getting laid off. So, so <laughs> did, did you guys see the, the first the first uh, Fox character they put on Disney's website? 
Deadpool. Deadpool? Fuck. Dude, yeah, I posted dude. the picture on our Instagram of uh, Mickey Mouse as an alien because now they own Alien, Predator. Like, imagine going to fucking Disney and getting like a Xenomorph fucking yeah. walkthrough or a Predator walkthrough. Yeah. Like, make me adult I Disney would... for Christ's sake. Let me fuck Minnie Mouse. But, That's what yeah. I want to do. No, I'm, I'm good on load. that. No, I'm good. <laughs> so, I... I... Yeah. Yeah. Why is that inappropriate? She's not a kid. <laughs> okay, sorry. Let me fuck Goofy. There you go. He's a that's dog. dog. <laughs> yeah, but that's better. But what's There's Pluto? There's no dudes. Then. But what's Pluto then? What is Pluto? Pluto is also animal. a dog. Yeah, Pluto's this is, also this is turning oh, into a... I see Landlord. Hello. Good, you came just in time. We were talking about... Um, Disney characters. Rela having relations with Disney characters. Well, no, he was, and we were deciding... The <laughs> we were deciding the difference between what makes Goofy uh, a dog that walks on two legs and Pluto okay. a dog that walks on Why four. Why don't they wear pants? Oh, you're talking about that Pluto. That's, that's the not, the thinking, not the planet. No, 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 no. I think you're talking about the, the Pluto from the... Uh, the Goofy movies, like no. Pluto's uh, Goofy's fucking neighbor. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like his actual. He's like actual. Dick. What? Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna be able to get in your car. I parked really close to you. <laughs> you parked like a dick, and then I parked like a dick. I parked. I tried to park super close. You're I apologize. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna break his axle doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 fat joke. Oh, real original. No, not fat. Tart. Just wide. Okay. Um, I fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> you, I'll admit it. Were you mad when you pulled in? Yeah. She was pissed. Want I'm me sorry. to beat him up? Ran in. Want me to beat him up? I'm sorry. I'm gonna fuck your I ass. Um, okay, nice so let's play the Jesus. let's play the Florida Man game, Josh. Okay. okay. All right, let's go. I'll go first. Um, Florida Man, January thirteenth. We're gonna play this and get everyone's birthday in the room. All right, so... Um, uh, Florida Man, January 13th. My top headline. Flor okay, click the okay. headline first. <laughs> I really love it. This is good. Uh, Florida Man threatens to kill neighbors with machete named Kindness. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, Taylor, uh, birthday. November 8th. <laughs> Florida Man, November 8th. Uh, I can't you could read yours. Uh, <laughs> Florida Man attacked by a crazy squirrel gone nuts, and it was raised by a neighbor. <laughs> Get it? Gone nuts. Josh? Let's see. What you, yeah. Okay, let's see what you got. Natalie's is just going to be Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. Let's see. Florida Man, September 2nd. Where, why is it, yours it, the only it, one that it, doesn't work, it, it Josh? Just seems here, like... here, this one. There. Florida Man. There you go. Up. There. Read that one, Josh. Take your time. Florida Man. Fuck you. Florida Man Rex Liquor Store blames it on Caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little caterpillar. Rick, caterpillar. All right, Quaz, what's your birthday? June 15th. June 15th. <laughs> the caterpillar rolls up. <laughs> Watch With out. a machete named Kindness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here we go. Flo this is for uh, Stephen Quaz. Florida man chug can of beer during DUI stop. <laughs> uh, Dr. Bob Roberts, what's your birthday? April 10th. April 10th. Ooh. Okay. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Um, let's see. We got to find the story first because everything comes up as a Florida man challenge. <laughs> Florida man defiles washing machine at Soapy's Coin laundromat. Cops report. Uh, landlord, December 1st. <laughs> defiles washing machine. All right. Whoa. Florida man offered to pay officer with hamburger for oral sex. <laughs> 
My wife too. Uh, he, you should know her birthday. I would hope so. Let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, good one. Man killed. Man killed. Woman injured in Overtown shooting. Oh, yours <laughs> gets really dark. You don't have a real Florida man story. Wait, well, no, it's right here. Florida man drops stolen TV from getaway scooter. <laughs> Like, like a Vespa uh, scooter or a Razor scooter? <laughs> what is it called in Grand Theft Auto? The Faggio? <laughs> Faggio. So I saw a great Florida Man story that we were discussing last night. <laughs> Some guy stole $40,000 worth of like coins from other countries. He brought them to a coin star and dumped them in. He got $30 back. <laughs> Like, did you not look up the exchange rate on on set coins? Stupid. Well, it only recognized it was quarters, nickel, dime, penny. So, so not enough. <laughs> For, uh, so what does forty grand in in foreign currency look like in coins compared to what the amount of coins would be here? Only like that's like the size of it. In Canada, it'd be a lot of loonies and toonies, eh? <laughs> Shut up. Canada, what's uh, what's forty grand in Macedonia dollars? <laughs> <laughs> you need a fucking uh, uh, Garda truck to haul that. <laughs> Garda, so much shut up. Truck. Oh, oh my god. Shit. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Um, Josh, I got something else for you. Um, did you guys hear about this? Um, no. There was a proposed sequel to Forrest Gump that the guy that wrote the original... Listen, let me read the script to you. So the guy that wrote the script to the original, I gotta remember, Forrest Gump was based on a book. Most people don't know that. The book is way different. Um, so the the writer, um, here you go. There you go. Click that one. Oh, the, the Wikipedia nope, one? No, or? down one. Down one. There you go. Um, so he talked about how he wrote a script and he finished it on September 10th, 2001. He was like, there's no point in submitting it because this sequel not only had Tom Hanks as Forrest Gump in the backseat of O.J. Simpson's white Bronco. It also had him sitting on a bench outside of the Oklahoma City building. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were going to go that route. I'm like, all right, that's a little soon. Doing, like, JFK and John Lennon getting killed is one thing. There was, like, 30, 40 years between them. <laughs> Forrest Gump came out, what, 99? Yeah, something And like he wrote the script in 2001. The Oklahoma City bombing was, like, five years old. What was the date? What? September 10th? 2001. And he said after 9-11, there was no reason to... To, to submit it. It would have been weird if they like had a plan like he's going to be at a building getting exploded, but they had the... So, uh, the sequel would have begun with his little boy having AIDS and people wouldn't go to class with him in Florida. We actually had a funny sequence where they were busing in, um, they were busing in Florida at the same time that people were angry about either the busing or the kids having to go, would go to school with the kid that have AIDS. So it was a big conflict. I, I would love to know what how funny that sequence is. <laughs> yeah, what, how funny uh, is AIDS that? AIDS can really? always be funny, obviously. So we said, Jesus. oh, it's really funny. The little boy with AIDS is going to school. What were you thinking? Like, right, like, why did you even tell anyone you wrote this? That's like, yeah. do you think the Oklahoma City bombing? What are some other good scenarios that happened between then and Forrest Gump that you could put him in? Um, <laughs> there, there's got to put him in the Challenger disaster. <laughs> he was supposed to be the person in there instead of the teacher. Um, he somehow finds his way on the dream team. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, instead of Newman in Space Jam, it's him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, no, no, it's it's Bill Murray instead of that. Why would oh, they? Why hurt. would they think like putting? Like, they, they didn't really put him in any disasters in the first movie. They put him in Vietnam, correct? And they yeah. mentioned JFK getting killed and uh, Reagan getting shot at and, and Lennon John, getting John killed. Lennon, yeah. But like to put all of a sudden like he's sitting on a bench waiting for the bus of the Oklahoma City bombing. Like, Jesus, like, Dude, like a, if you really think about that, think about the timeline, right? So he's me, he's met JFK. Yeah, he was in Vietnam. He met Reagan. And now he, he met Lyndon B. Johnson, LBJ. and now he's going to be in 
current situations. He also is the Forrest Gump sabotaged Nixon at Watergate yeah. in the movie. So now he's going to be in current times. You can go with some really weird shit here. You can go with the India tsunami. You could go with the Japanese tsunami. There's a million things you can do. Fucking send little Forrest to fucking Columbine. Hey, That's me. where this guy was going. Clearly, he went with some dark shit. Yeah. So I, I like what else could you really put him in here? Haiti. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what? Dar Darfur. He's wor he's working with Coney. <laughs> Stop Coney twenty twelve. Coney Gump twenty twelve. <laughs> like, why could he think this was a good idea? I mean, it's, Forrest Gump is my favorite movie ever. It's a cornball pick, but it's my favorite movie. I'm an asshole, and I cry at it every time. But I didn't need this. I read the fucking book, too. In the book, I mean, he becomes an astronaut, for Christ's sake. So the awesome. Challenger disaster isn't that much of a stretch. Little Forrest well, with AIDS, I mean, little Forrest with AIDS sitting at the base while Forrest is going off to take for the moon. Well, I mean, and he just I fucking mean, blows up. I mean, I mean, technically, Forrest did go in space. He was there with Bill Paxton and fucking Gary Sinise. That right? was Apollo 13. Yeah, same thing. And what, Gary Sinise couldn't go because, oh, that's of, right. yeah. because who, he was sick. And that's he, why Bill Paxton that? took his place. Who was the other guy? There was three of them. Bill Paxton, Tom Hanks, and who was the third one? No one cared about him because he's not Bill Paxton or Tom Hanks. That's very true. No one's Bill Paxton. No the fuck is Bill Paxton? Paxton. Bill. Back to Twister. Uh-huh. Always. Every time. <laughs> um, okay, let me see. Did I have anything else or here? Oh, um, Story-wise. So we did uh, the Owen Hart funeral program. We did the Mob Boss Killing. We did Terminator 6. We did J.K. Rowling Sucks. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars Game of Thrones. Stranger Things 3. Oh, other trailer. Um, the next Tarantino flick, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Can I just say... People need to calm the fuck down because the poster looks like shit. What it's is that? I poster. Did, honestly, I didn't even see the poster. I only it's, saw the it's trailer. It's literally it, all it is. It's just yeah, pull up the poster. Yeah. Brad Pitt and Leo, and it says "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood." That's so they're all mad it is. that it's not giving away what happens in the movie. I, Dan, when I tell you, everyone is like, D "This poster looks like shit." We've been waiting for this trailer forever. Look at it. It's literally just it. That's it's, it. And people are that, pissed about cares? that. Who gives a it's fuck? Just, it's, it's it's Leo and Brad. Like who cares? The trailer is cool. So I. Dude, I I didn't see it yet, I, but sold me oh, right didn't there. Watch, I'm so so the trailer has Bruce Lee in it. A guy playing what? Bruce Lee. Oh, okay. So I hope this becomes revisionist history like in Glorious Bastards, how they killed Hitler. Right. Let Bruce Lee kill Charles Manson. <laughs> That'll be the funniest shit funny. ever. Yeah. If he does that, like hits him with a fucking crane kick and kills him, <laughs> save Sharon Tate, that would be awesome. Um, I really hope Tarantino bounces back because I have not been thrilled with his recent work. Did not like Hateful Eight very much. Overrated. Django, I liked until the last half hour and then it completely shits the bed and becomes a, a shoot him up instead of of a spaghetti western still like it 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 I don't hate it. It's just, it's one of his weakest entries. It could have been one of his best if that last 30 minutes wasn't just fucking goofy. I love Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards is great. Death Proof is horrendous. His worst movie by far. That was a double feature with yeah, Robert with, Rodriguez. With, with Planet Terror, which was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, Kill Bill I love. So he hasn't had a great movie since Inglorious Bastards. And he says he's only going to do 10 movies, I think, because it, I don't believe him because Tarantino's an asshole and he shit. loves feet and he's a yeah. fucking weirdo. So I hope he he does one more after this, and I hope this makes it great. The cast is so good, and the, the, the trailer, he has the time period set perfectly in the 60s. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and how can you go wrong with Leo and Brad Pitt? I think it's, it's going to be a and great And Margot Robbie's movie. awesome, too. And, I mean, to pit, to cast someone to play Sharon Tate, you, you fucking well, knocked it out of the park. Has, has Have Leo and Tarantino ever collaborated before, or this is the first time? Did we not just talk about Django Unchained? I have I just completely forgot. I apologize. <laughs> he was the best part of Django yeah, as Calvin was. Candy by far. Actually, now that you mention that, yeah.
yeah, he has one of the coolest scenes. Like he only actually the, cuts his fucking yeah with the with the skull. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. So I really would like to see Tarantino bounce back. I mean, uh, Inglorious Bastards might be my favorite of his movies. Reservoir Dogs. Um, it's it's between that Reservoir Dogs. I go back and forth all the time because it's so hard for me to say Pulp Fiction's not his best movie. I just I just the, love the Michael. wine is in the fridge. The wine is in the fridge. <laughs> I just love Michael. Ma- I just love uh, Michael Madsen in that in, in Reservoir Dogs when he's dancing in that song, cutting the dude's ear. Oh, off. it's fantastic. Stuck in the middle. It's one of the best why? scenes ever. Yeah. Why, that was why, first... why am I Mr. Pink? Dude, Jackie <laughs> Brown is his most underrated movie yeah, by Jackie far. Samuel Jackson should have won an Oscar for Jackie Brown. He's amazing in it. Mm. Um, so I, I hope he bounces back. Um, all right, so we're in our we're about an hour and forty in. Um, before we do our last word, I wanted to talk a little MLB because MLB season has started. Um, the last two days, I was the jerk off that woke up at five thirty to watch the games in Japan. The the two days to see Ichiro's last two games. Okay. Um, because I'm a scumbag, and um, it was cool to see Ichiro go out like that in Tokyo. I mean, to yeah, see it, that many people, the Tokyo Dome was fucking packed, sold yeah. out, and all of them. Were crying when he took his la- his step off the field. Is, is, is it, he is he the best Japanese baseball player? It's not even close. I was. It's say. not even. Uh, it's not even close. Like, like they it, said that his star, like the, the level of star he is in Japan, is if you took the the, mo- the most famous actor in Hollywood, the biggest music star in America, and whoever the biggest celebrity in general is, and combine them into one, that's Ichiro in Japan. That's how big baseball makes, is in Japan. Makes sense, dude. Honestly, I mean, does. He's, he's one of the greatest hitters I've ever seen. The truth is, he is the last player of my youth left, I think. I can't think Albert of anyone Pujols. else. Albert Pujols still playing. I mean, Pujols, but he came up, I, he, not my f- true youth. You got to think, Ichiro came up when I was 11 years old. Okay. That's and right. Pujols really became a thing in, I think, 04, 05 is when he really came when he, on the scene. He became like the hitting machine. I was, I was a teenager. Oh three, maybe Pujols is the last one that that might be fair to say. But Pujols didn't become a perennial MVP until oh five oh six. Yeah, he wasn't right, the best right, player right. in the league. Ichiro came in the league and he broke the single season hit record. Like, well, it, it's, it's, it's he had ten straight. I mean, obviously, uh, what's his name? John Rocker actually mentioned it that Pete Rose has twenty one consecutive seasons of two hundred hits, and Ichiro's the only mm-hmm. other person with ten consecutive seasons yeah. with two hundred hits. Yeah, so I mean, that's Ichiro, pretty cool. This is how good Ichiro was. The last seven season, he's, seasons, he's batted under 300. His career batting average is 311 still, despite that. That's, that's pretty ridiculous. He hasn't hit 307 seasons. I mean, that's like, how good like, of a hitter he I mean, was. like, who, who else did he play for at the end of his career? I know he played for the Yankees he and threw, the Marlins um, were the last two I could think of. Yankees, Marlins. I think there's, there's was, another. Well, he went back to the Mariners. Then he went back to the Mariners? Yeah, yeah I think that was it. I remember he was playing right field uh, for the just Yankees a, for a Just while. a special player. Um, you know, one, the, probably the best... The best pure hitter I've ever seen. There's been guys that were better overall hitters. Miguel Cabrera, Manny Ramirez, uh, Alex Rodriguez. But pure hitter, the the way he got out of the box on a hit, he swung and he was already fucking three steps down the line. And he was a ridiculous outfielder, a great uh, stealer, a uh, great arm in the outfield. Um, it, I actually, I, I very vividly remember him robbing a home run, but he ran up the wall. Oh, he was it. he was ridiculous. I he mean, had really he, underrated power too. I, yeah, if he, he wanted to, what's crazy bombs, is they said dude. that he only had two multi home run games. And you and I were at both of them yep. at Yankee Stadium, which was crazy. The yeah. first one was at Yankee Stadium, and the next season he did it again against the Yankees. Before it was no, one, no, no, no. One we time were... was against the Yankees, the other time yeah. was with the Yankees. Yep. Yeah, you're right. That's pretty cool. Um, so it's, it was really cool to see him go out like that. Um, so I just wanted to go over some uh, basic predictions for MLB season. Please. If that's cool. I'm, I'm, um, I'm in. 
first off, uh, for divisions, I got the Phillies winning the NL East. Fair. I got the Cardinals winning the NL Central. Fair. And I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to take the, the the Rockies in the NL West to win. Um, I think this is their year. I think uh, the Dodgers took a step back. I think the Giants took a step back. Diamondbacks took a huge step back. Um, in the AL, I got the Yankees winning the AL East. Um, I'm telling you, the Yankees are going to win the AL East. I am going to go out on a limb and take the Minnesota Twins to win the AL Central. I think this is. I think the Indians are going to take a big step back. I think it's going to be Terry Francona's last year managing. Um, and the AL West, uh, it's very hard to pick against the Astros still. They just yeah. signed Alex Bregman to an extension. And uh, they're talking Verlander extension. He's yes, be next. yes, which would be smart in his yeah. last couple of years, give him like three years. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as NL MVP, I'm going to go with the newest St. Louis Cardinal, Paul Goldschmidt, who they just signed to an extension. They they, they just lost him from Arizona. They, t- they traded for him oh, from I, Arizona, I, correct. Yeah, right, yeah right. you spoke like an asshole. Um, uh, you my, speak like an asshole My, my NL uh, Cy Young winner, I'm going to go with the homeboy pick and pick Noah Syndergaard as the Mets get back-to-back really? Cy Young winners. Yes, I think it's going to be his year. I think he knows not to rely on his two-seamer as much as he did last year. As long as he stays healthy, I think he's going to have a dominant dominant season. Showed flashes last year outside yes. of the injuries, man. My he's there. AL MVP is Mr. Aaron Judge from yeah, the New York Yankees. I think yeah. as long as he's healthy, I think he's going to bat about 315. I think he's going to have 50 home runs, 125 RBIs. He's going to have a big season. Um, I think as long as he's healthy, he's going to have a huge season. My AL Cy Young is going to go with, unfortunately, the rival of the New York Yankees, Chris Sale. That's fair. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, how could you, you bet see, against him? You no, see no argument from me. Yeah. Honestly. Um, so, what about you? What are your some of your picks? And my World Series pick, by the way, um, the, it's going to be the St. Louis Cardinals against the New York Yankees. Really, you put, uh, you put the Yankees. Yes. I mean, I, I have a hard time believing it. I want to see yes. it. Right. So, I no mean, one can ever say I, I'm I, fucking biased against the Yankees. No. I get that shit all the time. I don't. I, how I don't, am I biased <laughs> against the fucking Yankees? Because I fucking don't cock guzzle every fucking move they make <laughs> i don't all right calm down I, I i don't see how i don't see how the red sox don't get back there at least i think the red sox are still too good i outside of them they're not bringing back craig kimball correct like oh uh, he's not, still a free agent well, technically a, they're probably not going to bring him back henry anyway. mejia baby well especially for the the amount of money that he wants that's not going to happen but I, I i think the red sox are just going to run the table again i think they're my, still that my good. biggest if i can jd if, martinez and mookie if, Betts, if a discussion we could have just quick it is so hard in this league I to repeat. I mean, I what was the last time a team got back to uh, back to back World Series? Was the Phillies? Oh yeah. eight and then oh nine they oh, lost oh, to the Yankees. No, the Dodgers just went to two straight. But I'm talking winning and then getting back. Oh. I'm talking winning and getting back. It doesn't happen. The last team to win back to back World Series was the Yankees, was it not? It was. Uh, it's it, it doesn't happen. Yeah, the it's Phillies very, lost because the Phillies signed Cliff Lee that offseason as opposed to him going back his, to the Yankees. Historic, the Yankees historically the teams that win the World Series don't even make the playoffs next year. And the team that lost the World Series doesn't make it either. Right. Which is crazy. I still think the Red Sox are going to win a wild card. Uh, I didn't even do my wild card picks, which NL, I think I had uh, uh, Braves and Brewers. Right. Were my NL wild card picks. And AL was Red Sox and Indians. Cool. Now, I don't know. I'm still relatively new to baseball. I know more about I don't think you're new to it. You're just following it now. No, as far as like. I just figured out baseball a week ago. Have you seen my baseball? There's something about Mary. Have you seen my wiener? But anyway, no, that's. I just. Okay, let me ask you who's your NL MVP? Um, Brewers in the NL? Yes. Christian Yelich? Again, back-to-back. Okay. He's that um, good. NL Cy Young. NL Cy Young? I, uh, 
just go with the homer pick. You're a Mets fan now. It's yeah, okay. I'm, we I'm, have the I'm, pitchers I'm, where we can defend it. <laughs> Should I be a dark horse and say Zach Wheeler? That's not a bad dude. That's that's a he good could. dark horse pick. He, he was could. dude in the his last if he twelve starts as well as he did at the end of the his, last season. His last twelve starts last season, he had a one point twelve ERA, that's better awesome. than Jacob Degrom. Yeah. So it, it and it's not like it was four starts. It was twelve starts. Right. That's almost that's a quarter of a season for a starting pitcher. Yeah, that's good. Especially um, okay, for someone so at the bottom of the rotation. A- AL MVP. AL MVP. Who else? I mean, the safe pick is always Mike Trout. Well, I, 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 he was the one I was going to go with, but I don't. I think Aaron Judge, if he's healthy. Who? He, JD Martinez. No, Mookie Betts won last yes. year. Yes. So I mean, I, I think it's going to be JD Martinez. I think JD Martinez was going to win. It, I, it's very hard Mookie for him won. to win as a DH. I know, but it's just yeah. he was so yeah. fucking good. And, oh yeah, I, I thought he should have won it too. You know what I mean? But, um, and your AL Cy Young. AL Cy Young. Uh, Go with Verlander, Astros. I I, I want to go Verlander, but I want Verlander to win it. I, even though I pick Chris Sale, just because Can, he's he's already probably a Hall of Famer, but win another Cy Young, he's a surefire so Hall of Famer. I, I'm, I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm really gonna piss you off, but I'm gonna make J- uh, Josh a little happy. But when he comes back, I think Luis Severino. He, he, no, won't, he can't no, win a Cy no. Young missing a month of the season. He I can't unless his watch. ERA is 1.2. He cannot watch. win a Cy Young missing. Watch. watch. He doesn't have the innings to do it. He if he doesn't have, hit 200 he, innings, he's not winning a Cy Young. He's not gonna have the innings, and uh, even if he does, he burns he out. Falters down the stretch, dude. He really does. There's Certain yeah. pitchers, you know, you can, I need to see that yes. go away before I can say he's an ace. All right, then Josh, right. I just no, segue I into I'm it. Just, well, give me some of your picks. I'm just um, giving you more dark horses. Okay, so for uh, I agree with you on uh, on AL MVP. I, I think that this is the year that Judge really breaks out. I mean, yeah, I mean he could have won it two years out? ago he when could've. he won Rookie of the Year. He uh, could have won it very you easily. Know, but I think you know, staying healthy, getting back to form. Uh, the second year with John Carlo Slinging in the that lineup. big old cock on the fucking mound. Um, yeah, you know, hell he, yeah. The, the, there's nothing but upside for him. You know, he's, Absolutely. He's crazy good. Um, he's got the right me, attitude and mindset me, for New York. If you told me five years ago before they were both up, you told me five years ago that Aaron Judge was going to be the superstar and Gary Sanchez was going to be the question oh, mark. Dude, I would no one never believe. Well, really? All they said about really? Aaron Judge when he was first coming up is like, oh, a lot of power, but he can't hit, he can't hit enough. They said that he his swing was too wild, that it was um, an uppercut swing, mm-hmm. that he was too big, that his strike zone was too wide. He's too damn talented, and his mind's his attitude is perfect. Yeah, I, I I would kill to have a player with that mindset every single day in and out. And he's become a student of the game. You know, he's 100%. always watching tape. He's always mm-hmm. watching. Film, always looking at it, always training, and swinging that cock. <laughs> and one thing I really liked, he talked about a couple of weeks ago. He goes, "Hey, you know, people can say uh, whatever they want about me not entering in the home run derby again. I don't care about whatever the prize is. The thing I care about is staying healthy and helping the team win." Yeah, and you, he, you, his you attitude is phenomenal. Yeah, so right. I think picking him as the AL MVP. Mm-hmm. When's the last time the Yankees had an MVP? I did. A Rod uh, win the MVP? Yeah, it had to be A Rod. He won it in uh, two thousand and eight, yeah. I think. Yeah, 2008, because 2009 was a year after uh, he admitted to being in the, the, the steroid report and he missed the first two months of the season. He won it in 2008. Yeah. So A-Rod was your last MVP. Yeah. Uh, it sounds weird to say, but the Yankees need an MVP every 10 years. It's just like baseball history. Don Mattingly won an MVP, correct? Yeah. Um, it, it's just supposed to happen. Now, uh, I, I, I'm a Mets fan, and I'm like, oh, the Yankees haven't won an MVP or a World Series. This is weird. Like, I'm used to <laughs> now, it at this point. Now, now, let me ask you, when what's the timetable on Didi coming back? Because I feel like that that's a great player. July or August, yeah. I think. Really, that if, far if, out? If it's what, Tommy like, John, dude. He did have Tommy John. It's Tommy okay. John, and I, I've, I've been a Didi. I wanted the Mets to trade for Didi from the Diamondbacks before the Yankees did it. And this was before he didn't hit this well in Arizona. Right. He never did. He flashed. He had some 
power, but defensively he was spectacular. I was saying forever, Josh, you know, I was saying yeah. trade for Didi, trade for Didi, trade for Didi. The Yankees got him. I was like, they got a fucking good player. Yeah. I didn't think they get a player as good as he became in New right. York. And to to step into the, the position of shortstop on the New York Yankees after Derek Jeter and to be that good to the point where he played better in his first few seasons with the with the Yankees than Jeter did his last few with the Yankees. Yeah. And it made them for it, it's usually filling a position like that, like off the filling stepping into the shoes of Derek Jeter, it, it's very difficult to do in any sport. Uh, replacing uh, John Elway, you guys have been trying to do it forever. Replacing Dan Marino, we've been trying to do it forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only we time did for three seasons, yeah, was exactly. It. But you're replacing with Peyton Manning, who wasn't even your own guy. Nope. It's one of those things. I mean, the the Forty Nineers have been trying to replace Steve Young for how long? It, and you, the Bulls have been trying to replace Michael Jordan. The Cavs are trying to replace LeBron James mm-hmm. for the second and to, time to replace a guy Again. like. And Again. To, <laughs> it's not to say that he's as good as Derek Jeter, but he hasn't. It, he he hasn't made the loss of Derek Jeter hurt. If you look at it from a couple of different standpoints, so like you said, he came in, he played better his first couple of years than Jeter played his last couple of years. Absolutely. Jeter was the captain. Better, better shortstop but defensively, 1,000%. think about it this way. Jeter was the captain. Didi has been the heart and soul of this team and Jeter for has the last herpes. three years. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? You didn't know that? Yeah, Jeets. Jeets has herpes. Do you know about the Yed Jeets story? <laughs> yeah, where he was like, no, Jeter, the rumor is Jeter has the the herp. His uh, you could make a starting lineup with the celebrities that he's pounded out. Um, I, it, it's not even, uh, dude. Look up Derek Jeter, um, dating starting lineup. I'm not even kidding. If you look at some of the celebrities, you're gonna just get an erection. You're gonna be like, oh, um, dating starting lineup. I, I some of these 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 holes he pounded out. Are in- oh my god! <laughs> that was rude. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I wasn't kidding. There's there's an image about it. Are you serious? Apparently, he gave Jessica Alba herpes. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Uh, like, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, that used to uh, Howard Cosell. Uh, uh, behind the behind catcher, do it like Harry Carey. We dude. got we got Minka Kelly at catcher. Oh my at god! At DH, we got Tyra Banks. At pitcher, Wait, really? Hannah Davis. At third base, Vanessa Manello. At shortstop, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow herself. <laughs> At second base, he's Eskimo Brothers with Adriana Lima. With Matt Harvey, excuse me, my apologies. <laughs> Down goes Jeta. Down goes Jeta. Oh At first base is Jordana Brewster. In left field is none other than that diva hole, Mariah Carey. In center field is Jessica Alba. And in right field is none other than Jessica Beale. What a lineup. That's who he dated. Damn. I guess you're Jeter. Yeah, dude. Like, that's impressive. Like, dude, you got to respect. Re- no, you got to throw. Respect. That's all that is. Put some hashtag respect respect on my respect. name. Hashtag, hashtag respect to herpes. <laughs> Put some respect no, on so my name. So the rumor is that Jeter has herpes. He gave it to Jessica Alba. Sure. Her career hasn't been the same since she dated him. Facts. How often do you see her in movies anymore? I don't. Because he gave her herpes and the Harvey Weinstein thing, she couldn't pound out some flesh with anyone in Hollywood anymore. Wow. Okay. Um, so, Josh, back to your predictions. Uh, and AL MVP is Aaron Judge. Go. Um, AL Cy Young, going to go with Justin Verlander. Mm-hmm. Um, NL MVP. I'm going to be a heel, and I'm going to say uh, that fucking asshole. Oh, shit. There's now a few of his name. Oh, what team? Uh, the fuck boy from the Phillies. Oh, Bryce, Bryce Harper. Harper? Bryce Harper. His second MVP. I'm telling um, you, a dark horse candidate this year, I, I think he's going to have a huge year, and this is not just a homer pick, but he was unbelievable in the second half last year. It's Michael Conforto. 
Um, Bro, he was unbelievable in the second turn. half last year. His numbers were better, better than Bryce Harper's in the second half. And I think he it just took him a long time to recover from that shoulder injury. But he's looked so good in the spring. Did you see that home run he hit yesterday? It, he's hit monster shots. Holy shit. Uh, oh, by the way, my rookie of the year pick is 1,000% Pete Alonso. Yep. Um, but uh, go on. Who's your uh, Cy Young? NL Cy Young. I am going to pick a back-to-back Cy Young for Jacob deGrom. Good for you, boy. That's a that's a nice pick. Um, I think if anyone can do it, it's Jacob deGrom. He's got the moxie for it. Um, so, just yeah, keeps absolutely. Going, dude. Like, I think it was uh, what Mickey said in the early spring training is like, Take it like just pitch, get through the inning, like just work on your stuff. And Jake's out there throwing fucking nine nine ninety seven. Absolutely, and same thing with Noah. The man, the man has got money to earn. He's already earned it. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the extension is going to get done this week. I, I think so. I too. think by I think by Thursday the extension is done. Um, it's going to be a little a little tougher now that Chris Sale just got his extension. But work out the same deal that Chris Sale just got. He's been better than Chris Sale because he's mm. been healthier than Chris Sale. Mm-hmm. Um, so just give him. It, well, Chris Sale just got five years, one hundred and fifty million. Something like give that, him the yeah. same shit. Give him like. Five, give him six years, 170 mil. That's what I want. Makes sense. If they don't re-sign Jacob DeGrom before next season starts, because I am not freaking out if they don't re-sign him before this season starts. I'm not jumping to conclusions like everyone no, else is. No, no. I think that, I think that uh, Brody Van Wagenen has the right idea. I mean, the fact that he's been so player-friendly so far, the, the mindset is much different of this Mets team. I still worry because it's still the fucking Will Ponds, yep. and they'll probably fall into another Ponzi scheme, and they'll fucking, instead of a Tom Seaver statue, we'll get a fucking Tom Seaver fucking plaque on the wall it's just a fucking fucking four pixel picture of him on it but um that's that's how these jerk offs work um so yeah let's get into um uh the the last word i want to go last because i actually need uh josh to take some video of it because i have a lot to say yes cool (laughs) yes that's what i like to hear so i guess then we'll we'll start with josh then we're gonna do do it on your phone josh i am okay cool we'll start with you for the last word then huh all right uh so my last word for the week uh is gay um. Okay. Boo. Lame. Yeah. Car crash. <laughs> I, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready, but I'm ready now. Okay. Um. I've seen a lot of um. Jews. <laughs> Jews. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You know what? Jewish dicks. <laughs> you know what? Okay. You know what? Fuck you, Taylor. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Because your team. Has not had. I, I. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm bringing up anger now Go because ahead. everybody's making fun of me. Go ahead. All right, listen. Your team has not had anything but close to a passable quarterback not named Peyton Manning. Okay. Since John Elway retired. Oh, I know. We're Fuck with you this. and all your fucking Matt Ryan hate. You piece of shit. <laughs> He's a fucking Hall of Famer. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Look at his stats. He's been in My the league. There Jeff are two. There are two quarterbacks Sorry, better than Matt Ryan since Matt Ryan came in the league, and their names are fucking Tom Brady and fucking Aaron Rodgers. Go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. Where's that? Uh, oh, where's that ring, pal? Where's Listen, that if ring? If it wasn't for your Peyton Manning fucking rental, you wouldn't have one either. <laughs> Peyton Manning rental. He was there for three years. What are you talking about? You have a three-year rental. That's not a rental. Yes, sure it is. is. That was at the end of his career. What do you mean? It doesn't exactly. matter. He he was arguably on. on oh, <laughs> you're pissing me off now, dude. What? Well, I want to ask about the Matt Ryan hate. Why? Why not? Why though? Matt Ryan's been the the the. the he's. I really he's don't hate him. I just like pissing him off. Well, do you think um, well, Peyton like Manning? Do you think Peyton Manning would have blown a twenty-eight to three lead in the yeah. Super Bowl? No, he no, he got blo- <laughs> he got he got blown out before halftime. <laughs> 
six. Forty to six. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. How did Peyton Manning? Uh, so Peyton Manning, what's his record in the Super Bowl? Uh, two and two. Okay. And what were one of those losses with which team? To the Seahawks, and then the other one was to the Saints. Okay. And what happened in the Seahawks? Oh, you mean? Loss? Oh, you mean the first play when it was a safety when he snapped the ball, the ball over his head? Or, yeah. or, or the part where Percy Harvin ran the, the you threatened, second half? Dude, I remember this. I almost left. You said TV. You, you said the Kaluchi. That if, if he doesn't shut the fuck up, you're going to punch his nose hairs off. <laughs> I would have, too. That was... I was so fucking pissed. And then, like, you fucking... You were taking a oh, dude, video. I... Or, like, fucking with my phone and shit. Oh, dude, we, we filled up your entire phone. Your mom memory. yelled at me, told me to stop yelling. But dude, she yelled at I, me he, to he stop yelling. He went outside, yelling. he's like, I can't watch this. I gotta go have a cigarette. He left his I phone there. I come back downstairs and... Growhow looks at me and goes, it's fine, dude. They'll be back. There goes Percy Harden for no, 103 I said that. yards. I, said, I was like, dude, it's it's the second You're half. You're the fucking kiss of death. The last <laughs> thing Dan says to me before he leaves my house, don't worry, dude. They're up 28 to 3. They're going to fucking win. All right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Fuck me. Dude, I, Josh, I, uh, you don't wait. know this, but I still have all the videos that I took and Ralph took. During that Super Dude. Bowl, that I'm just waiting to drop a fucking atom bomb Same. of you watching you go, oh my god, pick six of Tom Brady, first one ever in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm not saying that. Oh, yes, you yeah, did. You yes, you did. Yeah, you no, did. Ralph said it. Yeah, yeah, well, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> oh my god, they're 28 to 3. I say, Josh, we're not going to lose. They're up 28 to 3. And then I'm driving back with Taylor, and I'm like, then we hear, oh, the, the Patriots scored. Okay. We, heard, we saw Lady Gaga's performance. We left. Lady Gaga. And then I'm thinking, like, as the Patriots oh, are within God. two scores, I'm like, oh, I really jinxed this motherfucker, didn't I? <laughs> Dude. I, uh, I'm also. absolutely the kiss of death. Ask my dad. Also, and <laughs> also, in case you forgot, one of those Broncos Super Bowl victories are over the Atlanta Falcons. Eat shit. Yeah, but you were like six. I was older than that. Were you? Yeah, it was 1999, stupid. Uh, what year were you born? 1991. I was seven. Oh, excuse me, you cunt. <laughs> I said I was older. So, about that. so the, my Falcons fandom is born out of hatred for the Broncos. Oh, good. Yeah, well, my, well, well, I, my, my Broncos fandom is born out of my hatred for the Falcons. One thing we can agree on is that John Elway is a terrible executive. Yeah, and no. he's a terrible evaluator of quarterback talent. I will agree with you there. Not a terrible executive. I told no. you this years ago, and you disagree with me. I was like, dude, you can't get hyped up that he signed Peyton Manning. Why? Fucking Stephen Hawking going to sign Peyton Manning. <laughs> Fucking wipe his ass. Fucking doesn't about? take any talent to sign Peyton Manning. Could you sign Peyton Manning? I could have. ESPN can't send if I had for Monday Night Football. $50 million dollars apparently to get him no one could fucking Peyton, do it. Peyton Manning, here, I need you to just press things on a soundboard and show up on time. That's it. I, if I right, yeah, press things on a soundboard and throw 55 fucking touchdowns. Right, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm sorry that he had Demarius Thomas. Excuse me that he had this unbelievable offense. How did Julius Thomas do it for you, what asshole? What does that have to do with John Elway? What are you talking about? You said anyone could sign Peyton Manning. No, I'm oh. saying if you have $50 million to spend, fucking, it's easy to sign Peyton Manning. It takes no talent evaluation. And what? Because and, and, and Talent evaluation is a And DeMarcus Ware all in the same offseason? Did he draft Aqib Tlaib? Did he draft DeMarcus Ware? That doesn't mean, just because you... I said his talent evaluation, you absolute look, shit fuck. Look at his last fucking draft class. Corlin Sutton, Deshaun Hamilton, Philip fucking Lindsay! So, his first good draft in how many years of running the it draft? It doesn't matter! You have seven fucking draft picks that are all starting on the team! Josie Tua! For now. What do you mean for now? Until he can't re-sign them in three years. <laughs> it goes the same for every fucking team. Why is it different with this one? Because John always a fucking horse tooth cunt. What was the last time the, the fucking Dolphins won a goddamn Super Bowl? I'm not Bowl? talking about the Dolphins. 1972! So shut the fuck up! First off... You Don Shula cocksucker! 
first fuck off, you! First Bob off, cock, fuck you! First off, if you're Mark gonna, Ingram's dad was in jail, fuck you! John Elway looks like Jeff Daniels. <laughs> yes, he does. First off, give him that. if you're going to shit talk, get the year right the Dolphins last one. What, ni- what 1970 what? 73. Oh, good. So you mean, to, so what? Four tell years. Me, tell me. Four years after Janis Joplin, hey, Jimi hey, Hendrix, and Jim hey, Morrison were all dead. How was um? What was the run at Monte Ball? How yeah. was he? Oh, it was great. How was from Sean Moreno? Did you ever? Did you ever buy that Brock to the Future shirt? Yes, I did. He was all about Brock. Brock fucking Osweiler. He was, I was. all about Trevor Simeon. He was all about Paxton Lynch. Trevor Simeon had and a good not season. Just, not just Taylor. No, he had an okay season. What's First, a good season? No, you're talking good season by fantasy standards because you still play that bullshit. No, I really And don't. it doesn't count. And I, I told fantasy you why I don't anymore. Fantasy football is faux football. It's fake. It's fake. John Elway I bet is games. A dog, I don't play fantasy uh, no more, dickhead. John, John Elway is a dog shit talent evaluator. And it's not just him. Most great players they that can't become executives and coaches are terrible well, at I it. Mean, I mean, look no further than Matt Millen. Amazing player. Can't dude put the, Ted, tiger, the Tigers, put the Lions right into the fucking and ground. Ted Williams is arguably the greatest hitter of all time and he's one of the all-time terrible baseball no, I, managers. I agree that players can translate well to the front office sometimes. Because it came so easy to them. John Elway was amazing well, as okay, a quarterback. Well, well, it was so just look him. at uh, Derek Jeter too in the Marlins. He well, had a fire I, I want to shit on him just well, yet just because he just started. Seasons, well, he just started. But, but Ted Williams is a good example. Look at football. Mike Singletary one of the greatest linebackers I ever. I want terrible. He fucking pulled his pants down and now he has Johnny Manziel's quarterback in the AF. Thank God Chuck Lace didn't call in. Yeah, oh, what's your hot take up? Uh, Our last word, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, uh, my last word, I guess. I'm just tired of fucking going on YouTube because I like watching stupid YouTube videos. These people need to stop with these reaction what do you mean videos. These, people? these fucking idiots need oh, to damn. stop with the fucking reaction videos because it doesn't make any sense enough. Sorry. Fucking enough. I, I still want to know what you meant by these people. No, because you're taking shit out of context. Like, you oh, know, I'm sorry. You shut up. So I thought you were being racist. No, I wasn't. You're 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 more racist. You have no proof of that. That's true. I do not. <laughs> exactly. He's like, but I have proof he is. 45. No. So, so like I said, I can't stand people that go on YouTube and make some sort of living off of reaction videos. They're literally watching a video and reacting to it and doing nothing about it. It's the stupidest fucking thing. And the fact people make money off of it is literally insulting. And the fact that people sit there and watch it is even more insulting. Because you are literally forming no opinion of your own. Go there and watch it or listen to it or whatever it may be. Do it yourself. Yourself. Don't let this other motherfucker on YouTube have a reaction video to a song you like and then sit there and say, I'd well, agree. Like it's it's the dumb it's the it's the dumbest form of entertainment that we honest to God have, truthfully. I do I hate reaction videos. I wanna I wanna say that the yes, first Dr. Bob. I wanna say that the first and only reaction video I've ever watched, ever cared to watch. Well. Uh, was back when Two Girls One Cup was big. Well, Remember all those reaction videos? Well, those were funny. Like, like, uh, like uh, those watching. Those were funny. Wa- because, watching, uh, watching Rogan watch the BMP Pain Olympics. Two Girls One Cup sure, came yeah, out exactly. one year, like 07, 08 was oh, when that went viral. Back when, yeah. Back when, yeah. So reaction videos. That everyone is a reaction video. Like, oh my God, they released a new Hot Pocket. Here's a reaction video right. to it. It's fucking like, stupid. That's what it is. That everyone is a reaction video to it. Oh my God, I got a paper cut reaction video. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's literally what people do now. There's reaction videos to I everything. Named my, I 
I named my dog and I named him Ozzy. Oh Shut my god! Up. Exactly. Reaction. Exactly. There's reaction videos to fucking fuck? everything. So you're absolutely right. That why do you need to see reactions from other people? I guess it, I, I the only way like, I could I can justify it. Okay. Is that it is the modernization of the review? I I, I like the I, written I get review. That, yeah, I get that side of it. Like the only rea technically reaction is when I watch like Joe's Fight Companion. That's technically yeah, a reaction. And, but even but that, that doesn't is count. Like just commentary. It's right. Just making comments about something. Right. So, but reaction videos. I mean, I see reaction videos like uh, a video that went viral for a minute. Like, how many times do you see a street fight video that goes viral for all of a week and you forget about it a week later? Yep. Because there's a every, new one. Every time. And someone's like, here's my reaction to these two people fighting on the street. Oh my God. That's literally what people do. It's that kid literally knows how to fight. Or my new favorite thing is that BuzzFeed puts a video up and it's like a screaming coach watches technical vision. Shut the well, fuck the, up. The, the fucking uh, the, the reaction videos on BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed is entirely clickbait bullshit. Yep. Click, uh, BuzzFeed, every so often they post something very funny. There's someone in this room that I used to get so annoyed at because they posted a lot of BuzzFeed stuff. I used to just make comments about it, wife too, um, whose name I already said, so what does it fucking matter? Uh, so, yeah. So, so I guess I can go now. Can I eat pizza now? I can go do my fucking final word, last word, whatever. It's my fucking bullshit that I made up. Is this recording? It is. I really hope this is going where I think it's going. I have an idea, but I want to see if it'll happen. If Can I trigger you if I say it? Sure. Are you about to talk about Fitzmagic in Miami? Okay. First off, I want to talk about Fitzmagic. Ew. There's only one jerk-off I know that bought a Fitzmagic shirt last year. And he's right here. That's Mr. Taylor. Taylor Micah. Anyone that went with the fucking Fitzmagic thing before the Miami Dolphins signed him is a fucking jerk-off. Ryan Fitzpatrick has been the same quarterback for 10 fucking years. A journeyman. A, good, a decent journeyman at that. A bridge quarterback. Steven Quaz saw it best in the Jets. I told you. He's going to give you just enough hope to pull it back and then ram it up your fucking shit cutter. That's who Ryan Fitzpatrick has always been. He's a fucking bum. He's a good bridge. And if the Miami Dolphins are rebuilding, he's a good bridge to the next quarterback. But the Miami Dolphins can't pick the next quarterback because they've been trying since Dan Marino. He's dog shit. Ryan Fitzpatrick has never been good. What has he ever done? Oh, he what, he broke a record with the fucking Jets for most touchdown passes in the season? So, good. Who's your best comparison? Fucking that bum, that overrated Hall of Famer, Joe Namath. More interceptions and touchdowns? <laughs> he rushed better than he ran. So now we have Ryan Fitzpatrick, who will not, will not be as good as Ryan Tannehill. He'll be lucky to be as good as Brock Osweiler. And I'm not expecting anything from the Dolphins. But I don't want people thinking this jerk-off is going to go on like a six-game tear where he throws for like fucking 400 yards a game, three touchdowns a game, Devontae Parker's killing it for the first time in his bust career. People are like, well, Ryan Fitzpatrick maybe finally figured it out. No, he didn't. He took the Bills he to the playoffs. He fucking sticks. No, he didn't. I could have sworn he did. No, the Bills, only made the, the, the Bills only made the playoffs for the first no, time cause, two cause years ago. Awesome. Tyra, he played really well, well with the Bills and he got an extension. Yeah, he, got the huge he did not. Get right. the, he did not get him the playoffs because the Bills didn't make the playoffs since 2000 okay. until Tyrod Taylor three years ago. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a bum's bum because specifically he convinces the fans of the team that he's playing for that he finally figured it out. He convinced Bills fans. He convinced Bengals fans. Okay. He convinced Jets fans. He convinced Texans fans. He's a fucking asshole. Ryan Fitzpatrick has a cool beard and he dresses cool and he's a good dude and a good leader. So you're like, well, maybe he's finally got it. No, there's nothing to get because he never had it. He stole Deshaun Jackson's clothes for one thing, he and he became a meme. fucking sucks. 
I don't want him. I don't need him. I don't like him. I've been... Sh okay, so this is what's funny about Ryan Fitzpatrick. When he was the backup on the Bengals to Carson Palmer, me and Spooner were banging the table that Ryan Fitzpatrick could have probably played for a lot of teams. He probably could have started for a lot of teams. I would start fucking Cleo Levin and Trent Green when fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick was backing up Carson Palmer. Then I would have wanted him. Then I would have dealt with it. And then he got some opportunities, and he played pretty well. And, but I don't want him. He's he's tricked fans so many times and he's tricked the media because he's got swag. Swag. I hate that fucking phrase. He went to Harvard, dude. Oh, cool. He went to Harvard. Doesn't help him be a good fucking quarterback. Fucking Dan Marino has one of the worst Wonderlick scores of all time. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the best Wonderlick score of all time. Who would you rather have, Dan Marino or Ryan Fitzpatrick? Dan Marino. Absolutely. Because Ryan Fitzpatrick be is a jerk-off. He's the jerk-off of jerk-offs. And now I gotta deal with fucking Brian Flores coaching this fucking guy. I don't even want them to draft a fucking quarterback this year. Let Ryan Fitzpatrick go out there. I want to see him play great for eight games. I want him to see him convince all these jerk-off fucking Dolphin fans think that he's the fucking answer. See, Ryan Tannehill was a bum. And Ryan Fitzpatrick got Devontae Parker finally living up to his first round draft pick. And then he fucking blows it like he always does. That's what he does. That's who he is. That's who he's always been. That's who he always will be. A very smart guy and a dog shit quarterback. I don't want him. You don't need him. I don't love him. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'd rather see them try out some quarterback I've never fucking heard of than this fucking bearded asshole. H how would you feel if the Dolphins signed, say, Manziel over... I'd rather that because at least there'd be some funny fucking tabloid headlines. All right, that's good. Especially oh, him in Miami. Johnny Manziel caught doing coke off of fucking uh, Brian Flores' cock in the locker room. <laughs> that would be funny. I'd love it. I need it. I want it. You need, you need it in your life, dude. You need all of the... I want Johnny all Manziel. the fucking coke off the cocks in the world. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, this was episode 45 of You Watch, I Listen. Taylor, that was great. I had it. Yeah, I had a great time. I had a good I'm glad time. I got to yell at Josh. Josh? Uh, I just want to give a warning to our guests for next week. I'm going to have some special audio drops. For oh, you, fantastic. Oh, uh, cool. Dr. Bob, I want to thank you for joining us. Guys, thanks as always. always Mr. Oh, Stefan. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, but you you really contributed. Yeah, you did uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> and wife, too. Thank you for joining us. We will see. And once again, thank you to Mr. John Rocker that was awesome. for joining us. We will see you cocksuckers next 28 week. 28 to 3. Oh.